Hello everyone and welcome once again to RTM Wrestling episode 66, Extreme Rules Predictions, where your 115,764th favourite wrestling podcast on the internet, and every week we come together to bring you our thoughts and opinions on the number one brand in sports entertainment. Remember, if you want to join in the conversation, find us at RTM Wrestling on Twitter, uh, Instagram, <laughs> Snapchat, Facebook, wherever you want. My MySpace my page is coming. Maybe, um, maybe I need to update some of these channels if we're still talking about them. Just Twitter then. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just Twitter guys at the moment. Don't look at any of the others; they're a shambles. <laughs> and as always, we post this podcast in full onto YouTube, SoundCloud, RTMWrestling.com, and iTunes. So go and get it where you want it. My name's Andy, and as always, I'm joined by the Pocket Rocket, Emma. Howdy. 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 Howdy Fucking doody. Doody. Howdy doody. Dude. I've been better. Been better? Been better. Been better. Yeah. Been Got, better. Um, I'm going to have a fantastic story after tomorrow, because I'm going signing on the dole. <laughs> so uh, that's a first. Yeah, I got made, got made redundant, guys. Sucks. So uh, listen, I've paid into that system. I'm going to start taking out, start taking out while yeah. I'm looking for a job. Should give you double as well because you're attractive. Thanks, that's really sweet. I went in actually on Friday, um, the first sign that the system's broken, where I had a text message, filled out all my shit online, went in for my appointment that I got a text about, and I get there dressed fairly smartly because I don't know. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I've never you done this. You don't have your tracksuit on. No, I didn't have my tracksuit on. And there was a lady, the, who, the lady who served me had multicolored hair and wearing a Little Mermaid t-shirt. She's one of the members of staff. They have security just roaming around in case you kick off. Yeah. And uh, my appointment was wrong. They fucked it up. So they told me to come back on Monday. And she said, what What do you do? What kind of thing are you going to be looking for? So I said, content. And I got nothing. You got, nothing and I went, copywriting, writing, content, head of content, writing, copywriting. I, I just kept yeah. saying it over. I was like, I don't know what else to say. And uh, she was like, mm, so fairly niche then. Like, oh, here we go. It's going to be a laugh, isn't it? It's gonna be a fucking disaster. But um, while I'm while I'm talking about the doll, and before we get on to the show, how's the wrestling lessons? Going well. Yeah. Did everyone see the uh, bruisey picture? Hopefully, well, the twelve people. Wasn't there bruise that though? Because it didn't hurt you, did it? Well, no, it it didn't hurt, which is where, which is a really interesting thing. So, last lesson for, and thank you for the people who have tweeted and said it's cool to hear about it because I thought it'd be a bit, a bit boring. But I will carry on talking about it. It's Uh, boring. It's so thrilling. I'm living my life vicariously through you (laughs) right now, Andy. Uh, So last last lesson was uh, leapfrogs and drop downs. Um, also, the uh, split leg out of the turnbuckle when you jump up the turnbuckle and then flip yourself over so somebody can run underneath. Struggled with that, but I can do forward rolls now. I'm super well, impressed. Well with proud that. of myself. So, f- fuck it, this fourth lessons tomorrow. So lesson three, I finally did a fucking forward roll properly, or I think properly. I got back to my feet. I, I, I'm dead yeah, impressed. I can't do forward rolls nor backward rolls. Well, the back backward rolls can go fuck themselves. <laughs> but the um, yeah, the, the bumps are becoming easier. Like they're not becoming as painful. Uh, flip bump did without the crash mat this time, and it was super fun and hurt less. This is the thing. I think that back bump, like whenever you see, like say the the big heel, uh, the big face comeback. Sorry, where the heel just gets knocked down continuously. Um, I can't imagine doing them yet because the back bump hurts. 
Yeah, like it's it a does. shock to the system. Um, running, run, did some more running the ropes, uh, running into the turnbuckle, which is harder than expected. Again, where you're sprinting into the turnbuckle and turn around and like bang into it. Uh, it's just like hitting a <laughs> hitting a fucking brick wall. Do you reckon that's where the weird marks on your back came from? Um, I, think, think that was I, the think they, I think they were running the ropes Oof. because that's because you because I've been I've been doing that better. So this time I didn't have bruises under my arm. Mm. They were just across the back where I was leaning back on it. Um, but I got some decent speed up this time, so that was really cool. Uh, I just really enjoy it. Yeah, I just, I just really enjoy it. Um, the 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 one on one sort of lesson style. At the moment, I'm I'm getting like I'm trying my best. But I think I think you need somebody else in there with you yeah. doing it. So I think I think after because tomorrow's like my last one that I've paid up for. Um, I might say like when's the next sort of beginner school? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think you've got a good taster for it now, so you can. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be able to like gauge other people's abilities and stuff as well, and yeah. that'd be super interesting. I'd love to come and watch, you know, beginners. Yeah, yeah. School. Well, you can, you can do like when when I get going. Like, I don't think that's a that's not cool, is it? What to come and watch? Bringing your girlfriends, come and watch. I don't give a shit. It's <laughs> a bit lame. That. I, I know my I know my street cred's not great. <laughs> like, I'll but bring yeah. your sandwiches as well in a little yeah, bottle bring, of water. You, you bring everyone little uh, rice crispy squares that's and orange juice. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, there we go. We're having <laughs> an orange break, guys. That's so funny. Uh, but no, I'm I'm super I'm super enjoying it. And anybody, and I'm thinking of one person in particular, Brian, who's thinking about doing it, just do it, mate. Like just just do it. It's mm. honestly like that. For, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The first bump gave me concussion pr- practically, but <laughs> where I was I was feeling sick for two hours afterwards and was slurring my words. But that's because I was doing it wrong. But it is really fun. Like t- for something that is physically demanding so um my uh, injury i say injuries at the moment like my knees not my actual knee but like the the bone that sort of comes down from the knee uh, down towards your ankle on my left leg is killing me so when i'm running um because we're going to the gym more Mm -hmm. so when i'm running i can feel it it's not giving me too much pain now but at the time it was really hurting um just under my left shoulder I've had a pain across my back, which is gone now, which is good, because I had that for about a week after mm. lesson two. Um, so I'm glad that that's gone. Um, but for something that's so physically demanding and hurts quite a bit, both while you're doing it and for a long time afterwards, to then be eager to go back and wanting to go back, mm-hmm. even though it's just like a beginner's lesson and it's just me and the trainer, I think is um, is a good sign. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll see how tomorrow goes. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, but I do, I do want to get into like a group atmosphere now because we've done the lock, we've done lock ups and wrist locks and um, you know waist locks and things like that. Um, but I think it would be good to be doing it with a partner. Yeah. So you kind of grow in together, so you can see see where you're at as far as everybody else, and also. Um, you can start think because the the problem is at the moment is like I'm doing the leapfrogs and stuff on my own, mm. so there's no there's I've got no frame of reference. So when somebody's bouncing back off the rope and you've got to jump over them, yeah, I think that's going to be a bit easier than just jumping up in the air and then mm. going down to the side. Um, but yeah, I love it, absolutely love it, love it. I'll tell you what, I am loving as well. What's that? Progress have dropped the uh, super strong style onto the 
Demand Progress website, and that is some fun shit. It's good, isn't it? Like, we've watched quite a lot of wrestling this week, and a lot of it is making me angry, as you all know. But that does not make me angry at all. No, it's apart great. Apart person. But that's, <laughs> that's a biased thing. That's a super yeah. biased thing. Um, and some people who have heard us talk about it, you can probably guess who I'm thinking about. But the it's just so much fun to watch. And now I've got, I know I've got ICW's um, London show to watch, which we'll do a show on at some mm-hmm. point. And Craig Messi, you went there uh, at Craig Messi on Twitter. So um, do send us your if you're listening to this, mate. Send us your your experience of the night because I think <laughs> looking at his Instagram, he got three separate pictures with Grado, <laughs> which is just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> So much fun. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, we're going to go through the Extreme Rules card mm-hmm. because we're struggling with a topic. Um, a few people have tweeted us some more memories, but I want to save them from a, for another memories-style show. Yes. Um, because they're more match-orientated. So I think the next time we do like a, a trip down memory lane, we'll talk about matches or moves or things like that because um, that did quite well. And you guys seem to really like the memory show. So mm-hmm. yeah. We always do the predictions really late, don't we? See the thing is, is, like most people will be listening to this after Extreme Rules. Yeah. So I think it's more fun to see if we're right. Because <laughs> the thing is, is like I, th- I think the prediction shows are prediction shows. Like it's you true. know, do do let us know what you think of prediction shows because but I I always see them as being a bit lame. Like because most yeah. people are kind of saying, especially with WWE. I think most people are kind of saying the same thing. And I'm not just pissing all over our own chips here because we are going to do a prediction show. Um, but I think I think what I want to do, rather than just like stock predictions right next March, is talk about it in a yeah. bit more, in a, not maybe not as massive of detail, but just what, what the thought process is behind the match. Mm-hmm. And there's one match in particular that I'm thinking of that I kind of want to blow off on. Blow off? Ooh. Blow off? Blow go up. off. Go off. Go off or blow, blow up. up. Blow up. Blow off. Blow <laughs> off on. <laughs> um, I think we always, um, not the blowing off, but I think we always <laughs> do that anyway, don't we? We always get a bit sidetracked and yeah, go into a bit of detail. Uh, so predictions. I think we're, we're just going to be more talking about the product, Raw's product up to now. When people do prediction shows. Yeah. And I haven't, you know, I, I don't make a habit of listening to other wrestling podcasts, which is terrible. I know I should, but There's I don't. There's only a couple that we listen to. Yeah, but, yeah. but... And you know who you are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, like, do they do them kind of kayfabe Um, Not the ones that I've heard. They're, 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 very, they're very similar to the way that we do them. But I think, okay. I think it's that's quite an easy in to do, like, a wrestling podcast is to just do your predictions of a show and... Nine times out of ten, your prediction is the same as the other fifty people who are doing it. Yeah. So that's they're not as it's not as interesting to me to do a prediction show than it is to just just pick apart the mm. actual card um, and talk about the card itself. So yeah, do please disciples, whatever you're calling yourselves now, um, do tell us whether you're asked about prediction shows because if you're not, then we'll we'll just completely stop doing them. Because mm. I'm not massively into prediction shows. No, nor am I. I'm not massively into kind of doing review shows and reaction shows either. You know, we just talk in match card. Yeah, when that's we, that's why we go off on tangents. Yeah, I think I think that's yeah because it's otherwise it's just quite straightforward and even more interesting shows. Well, more interesting shows, kind of like Progress, ICW, because the outcome doesn't really matter. 
And the outcome never matters to me on any yeah. match, really, unless it's, you know, Roman Reigns is in it and then I want it to go one way. But, like, because <laughs> the outcome doesn't matter. I, I don't know, like, predicting an outcome and moving on is kind of kind of dull. Kinda so dull. Uh, that's why we'll kind of talk around it. Yeah. And do yeah. that a little well, bit more. I'll predict each match, but, but just try and give a bit more into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so have you got any news for us this week? Well, I have, but firstly, I do need to say I hope everybody in London is okay after oh, yeah, the Jesus terror Christ. attack last night. I know what that we did fuck? a show last week about the man and we kind of started it talking about Manchester terror attack and we then ended up doing the topic of the show being memories because we were a bit kind of Ugh, what do we talk about? Let's yeah. talk about something nice. Yeah. Um so we yeah, Craig Messi was the one that we knew was very central so he's fine yeah it's just a bit it's just very sad I just hope everyone's all right yeah he's all as things are super grim things are coming out more and more things are coming out about it it's just super, super sad. grim what i thought was um an interesting uh news point of it is when i was listening to some of it last night because bbc did like a uh, like a 24 hour thing which was where quite the, scary yeah super scary. they didn't know what was going on but and it was you can fear feel their uncertainty and when yeah. a news is very uncertain it's really unsettling yeah totally and it was and it the thing that um really gave it weight and and I, something that i kept repeating was what the police tweeted out and it was like hide run talk. run hide talk like fucking hell run and hide run like, hide talk well apparently i had a, i saw that somebody got caught in the police crossfire and got shot in the head. You're fucking kidding me. No. So, so, so hence why the police were like, get down, run, because there was people everywhere. Now, there's... Oh, that's fucking I saw great. that in a tabloid. I don't know how true it is. I don't know who the person is. Not. But it was a it was a um, an eyewitness who said someone got shot in the head by the police. It's like, oh, that's so <sighs> tragic. That's so tragic if that's true. I hope it's not. So not, not only have we got... Nutters running around with knives. A police officer, somebody's caught in the crossfire. Uh, it's such a hard job to take oh, those guys. I mean, uh, yeah. apparently they took them out within eight minutes. Eight minutes, which is amazing. A first nine 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 call. Yeah. They were they shot him in eight, like eight minutes after that. That yeah. is just some insane shit to me it to is. get you to get your shit together as police and go and kill them that fast. There's a picture of them dead on the road as well. The three of them. Is they good? Yeah. Ugh, horrible. One of them's wearing an up. Arsenal football top. I'm sure, Arsenal are buzzing about that today. Well, th- th- that, that it's nothing on them. And of course not. But still, it's, you don't want to see it, do you? No. Well, f- it's just fucking stupid. And I'm. It's, I think it's getting to a. Well, yeah, so what I thought was interesting, what I was gonna say, is from the from the the media reports is when it when it happened in London, um, last time in March the when no the no not that one the the one back in when oh the bombings the, the bombings yeah is that there was two back to back, so again it's followed the like one bombing and then one with with knives so. Hopefully this is Grim. it, but it's, it's happening all over the world. And what's my my fear is is it there's repercussions are going to come for people who have got nothing to do with it. Yeah, because, they will because it only strengthens uh, people who are anti-Muslim. It only strengthens their position. This and it's mm. it's so sad because it was amazing that the 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 like a, the Muslim community in Manchester were out marching. Saying no, this is not what we preach. No, of course not. But it's mad, but like, it, yeah, it's t- it's so tough. It's so yeah. tough. People say, you know, is it right to hate all white people because of the Ku Klux Klan? 
and yeah, yeah. white supreme. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that sort of shit. It's it's very 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 hard. It's very hard yeah. and really sensitive topic. Totally. I think everyone's just got to remember that these people are, are dust nutcases, and mm. there's a lot of very very good people. And I was seeing them, so. it, it kind of like brings it home as well. Seeing, excuse me, like the uh, progress show when Jim was saying, "Oh, there's a family who come watching progress who yeah. got affected in the bomb and they're in hospital watching it." Yeah, it's like yeah. fucking hell. It's so far reaching. Yeah, totally. So sad. It's sad, but hopefully, um, I mean, we 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 know about people that have been injured, but hopefully, the ones that are just injured uh, will pull through. Yes. So. Should we start the show as we always do? Em? Let's start the show as we always do. With the news. News music, please. Um, I don't know how many pieces of news I've got. And do you know what? I feel like I've missed a lot of news. Plenty. Well, if, it, if there's anything that I can think of. Yeah, please then, do. Then please. I'll, after, I'll if, jump in. Yeah. Okay. So, we're going to start off with um, a story from this week's Raw. So, this is your life segment, Bombs. Dubbed as one of the worst Raw segments of all time. Really? <laughs> the poorly produced, sadly written, This Is Your Life sketch, was everything an ideal live segment shouldn't be. So this is one between Alexa Bliss and Bailey. It dragged on, it killed the crowd, and it was later cut from WWE's YouTube channel, which opted to only air the physical confrontation that mercifully ended the Bailey parody. This Is Your Life did no favours to Bailey or Bliss, who actually had a good thing heading into their kendo stick on a pole match at Extreme Rules Sunday. Hopefully, this is WWE's cue to put a moratorium on these types of live sketches. Now, I'm going to just go in with this. As soon as WWE get outside actors on anything, it's shit. Remember the New Day bringing yep. that guy in? It was the most excruciating thing I've ever seen. There's yep. just something about outside, outsiders just, it's awful. It's so shit. The only time it works is when you do, you know, you have people like um, Ellsworth's, you know, coming out and, yeah, you know, yeah. he ended up turning into a bit of a star from it, whatever. But that whole like weird acted segment where they bring in like oh and here's a member of their family and they're like what's going on yeah. and it's like no 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 this is and i haven't even seen this fucking no, sketch because i can't bring myself no, to watch it because i just know it's going to be awful i can imagine how car crash it is and i don't know why they don't learn from it no i mean that the, what they're thinking is again what we kind of um berate them for so they're thinking 20 years ago 15 years ago when their highest rating segment was the rocks this is your life with mankind of course and that was fantastic but it was solely around those two and it mm. wasn't like a heel thing it was ad-libbed a lot of the yeah, time yeah. these are like the masters of ad-libbing yeah and the, pro- the problem they've got is is they're trying to do things with people who are not established stars and you can say oh alexa bliss is an established star bailey is an established star you're fucking dreaming They've ruined Bailey to the point where I don't care. And we're gonna come when we come to the predictions, I've got a nice little little ten minutes on somebody else who they've ruined. Mm, I know who you're talking about. And and the uh, they just This whole women's revolution thing is so fake. It's so fake. Like and I'm you know, we're we're massive 
women's wrestling fans. Mm. Like we've been champ we're championing these guys ever since they got into NXT. Yeah. And we're putting on these amazing matches that were rivaling the guys on the roster. Like they should be. But the the unfortunate thing is now is they've taken that back. Mm. Like that is no longer a thing. Because and there's a there's a load of reasons why. Um and I think one of them is they're now making more money these guys like the four horse women are now making more money because mm-hmm. they're on the main roster and they're selling t-shirts and blah 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 and they don't fucking care anymore so this is the thing so now that makes me think back to when fucking Maurice was the champion and it's like okay they, they weren't putting on five star matches they weren't mm. putting, on, putting on stellar matches but did they need to because they were making so much money and it, we were talking, and again, we'll we'll talk. We'll probably talk about um, this later when we get into the predictions. But like the the hell in the cell match that they had, that um, Sasha and Charlotte had, mm. the cage match that Bailey uh, Bailey. I think it Bliss, was Becky and Bliss. Bliss. And yeah, had. I think so. And they the, and they're not pushing the envelope, and it's like, well, hang on, this is like one of the first, well, not the first time, but you know, we've not seen this for a long time, so try and do something different and they don't and the hell in the cell match was was a big for me was a big disappointment because mm. they both seemed like they had the baby reins on and they didn't let them do it because you're telling me that they wouldn't do shit because they would she does a fucking backflip from the child does a backflip from the t- top rope corkscrew 450 mm. from the top rope at wrestlemania to, to one up what they did the year before so you're telling me that they won't do it but i think they're being stifled and Giving them segments like this is obviously on paper it works really well, and they've d- and they've got a precedent. Like in the past, it has worked very very well. Yeah. And the fact that they're giving them that time is encouraging. But let them go. Just let them go in the ring. Like mm. this 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 is the thing. Like and this is why it's so different. I think me and you talking about WWE to somebody who solely watches WWE. Yeah. Because me and you are like, let him go in the ring. I want to see him in the ring. Whereas people who solely watch WWE are not necessarily watching it for in-ring content. They're watching it for the soap opera. Yeah. Which is absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. Because we've got other things to watch for in-ring content. You know, we've watched um, two hours of Super Strong Style Day 1 where the in-ring content is fucking phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. You know. Match between uh, Jack Sexsmith and Zach Gibson was phenomenal. Brilliant and match. Te- technically, wasn't as good as say Mark Andrews against Flamenca, uh, which we saw just before mm-hmm. we stopped to record this. That technically was a better match, but that's how you do your storylines. That was a storyline. It's the underdog story. It mm. Very and, uh, and it well, was we're effortless. coming into that. We're coming into that with no like background, and I don't think there no. was a background with it with those two. I think it was ju- I, there could have been, but. It was re and I don't know his story. I don't know whether he's like a massive underdog. No idea. Get the impression he probably is, but the story played out in the ring. There wasn't like a, a big lengthy promo, you know. I know Zach got on the mic, but that you know, it was, it, it was all told out through the wrestling. Yeah, and it ca- a story can be told through yeah. wrestling moves, and I yeah. think WWE tell a lo- big long story on microphones and strutting around and all that shit, yeah. and then they have a very quick stock match, and it's like yeah. you're not continuing the story. It's why the you know Bailey Sasha Banks. You know the Brooklyn match and you know the Iron Woman match 
was so good because they were continuing to tell a story while they were fighting one another. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't think that that's the thing anymore. I don't think they do it. See, this is the crazy thing. Like, they can do it. Of course they can, and yeah. They've not, they've not had, since they've all gone up, they've not had the definitive moment. No, they've really not. They've really, they've really not because they've not let them go. Like, every WrestleMania has had a weird... So they've had two WrestleManias now where they've had, like, a weird ending. So it first one was fucking Ric Flair got involved. Mm. Second one is an elbow from the top rope. Yes, I understand the amount of tweets and YouTube comments and shit saying, "Oh, she's doing it because of Macho Man." I know, I know she's doing it because of Macho Man, but it wasn't her finisher, and mm. that's why the crowd were dead when they counted three. Yeah. Oh, and it was like a shock. It was like, oh shit, Bailey's won. Right, great. Everybody's on the feet. But no, you want the Bailey to belly. One, two, three, crowd pop. Yeah. It's, it, it, to me, it seems dead easy to do it, but they're fucking them. They're fucking them over. And this kendo stick on a pole match. Mm. Like, please. What? I don't get it. Kendo stick on a pole. Oh, so basically what it is, is on the, in the turnbuckle, they put a pole up. And at the top of the pole is a kendo stick. Right. So the whole match is going to be them fighting each other to get the kendo stick off the pole. And then whoever gets it gets to use it. Mm. But it, but then one person's going to use it, then they're going to reverse it, and the other person's going to use it. So it's it's a, it's a nothing match. It Again, is because they've already used the kendo stick on each other yeah, for the last few weeks. Yeah. So it's they're not going to be able, they're not going to do anything more than sw- like smacking each other on the back with the kendo yeah. stick, which they've just been doing for weeks. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm not I'm. I mean, that that segment, that This Is Your Life segment, is just... I agree. I think it's just gotten really lazy. I think the women's thing, it's regressed. I thought there was a really interesting um, comment on Edge and Christian podcast where they were interviewing Natalia. And she made a comment saying about, like the you know u.s women's football team ronda rousey you know wwe is is kind of ahead of the curve and and I, edge or christian because i can't tell who's talking huh. said well i disagree with you i think they're actually behind the curve um and i think that they they identified it and yeah. they jumped on it and that's what wwe you know is being very diplomatic that's what they're great at um and she was like, yeah, no, that's a really good point. And he's like, I can say what I want. I don't work for the company. Yeah, totally. So it's like... And that's 100% true. They, they don't... They're not ahead of the curve. They're never ahead of the curve. And they never will be ahead of the curve when it comes to the women. They will never, ever do it. Maybe, sorry to say, when Vince isn't around anymore running the show, maybe they will. Because Triple H and Stephanie have got three daughters. But it'll be too late by then. Well, who, well it'll be too late for a few of them. It'll be too late yeah, yeah. for for those, yeah. and it was quite interesting and a little sad as well that you know, like Natalia on this podcast said that you know, like she, she's very grateful that she's able to wrestle more now than she used to. She's like, you know, but I do think God, I could have been wrestling my whole career, and yeah. it's just happening now. And she's like thirty five or something, and it's it's true, but it still could be, it could be loads better. And I don't accept. Well, it's better than it was. It's getting there. Because the thing is, what is stopping you making it better today? This doesn't have to be a slow pro. Oh, well, one thing at a time. Why? What one thing? What do you mean? You're going backwards. You're literally going backwards because your NXT women's matches were phenomenal with these women. And now you're saying, oh, but here they are on the main show. We're giving them loads of time. They've got a couple of segments. Yeah, but the matches are shit. Well, baby steps. It's like, no. No. No, no. Babies don't walk backwards. No. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's fucking stupid and it's infuriating. It's like you can change this overnight and yeah. you won't. You won't do it. You just fucking won't do it. Because th- this is the thing. Like, so they're struggling with ticket sales. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've gone massively off topic. Yeah, but this is well, this, this is, is the whole point, whole isn't point. it? Um, they're struggling with ticket sales for everything. They're struggling with live shows. They're now struggling with pay per views. Mm. Like backlash, you could walk up and buy a ticket. Jesus. They were saying on Raw because I watched the first little bits of Raw. Tickets still available for Extreme Rules a week out. Of course, because like, they've got a pay per view every other week. Yeah, they have. But the thing is, the reason why they're struggling for ticket sales is because nothing's happening on the show. Mm. And we can talk to a blue in the face about how good the in ring content is for some of the people. But then there's nothing happening. They're not pushing the envelope. They're just. It feels like everybody's kind of like in their place and just just ticking the boxes and mm. going through the motions. Where none of them, nobody's really trying to have that amazing match. Hence why Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate came into Takeover and fucking owned the show mm. because they were like, "No, fuck this. We're going back. We're going back to Progress next week." They ain't going to forget us after this. And that bit of fire, it's that little bit of fire that I feel like the women had in NXT. Yeah. Which is why they got the main event of that takeover. And yes, it was in full sale, but still, they were mm. the main event of a takeover. If they said, right, next, the next pay-per-view that we do is going to be headlined by this fatal four-way between these four women, that is a statement doesn't matter where the matches are positioned on the show it does mm. not matter but if you if you want people to give a shit seem like you give a shit and that's that's that i agree no i agree and i think i know we've said it before but i think there is an element of you know there were in nxt these women are fighting f- to prove something to prove that they belong on the main roster they, they right. deserve their kind of shot and they've got it what more what yeah. what more what more is there to do it's like when you've yeah. achieved your dreams like if you and i you know this wrestling podcast took off when we got snapped up by say bizarrely wwe to do an official fan podcast what is beyond that do you know what i mean like what's what what are you doing it for what are you aiming for you know you try hard and you'd want to do a really good job but you probably start phoning it in because you're like well i won't be safe now yeah i don't want to i don't want to annoy anyone i don't want to do anything radical because i've got to the point where you know that they ain't getting any higher than this so i'm gonna we'd both become roman Reigns fans if that happened pro- we'd have to we'd have no choice we'd have like a gun to our head every time we spoke and vince would be fucking hovering his yeah, finger yeah. his muscly finger over the trigger his muscly but yeah, there's a heel commentators, guys. Stop, stop pointing them over. Well, they won't. Um, but yeah, I think there is an element of that. I think the women are, have got where they want to go. They don't want to jeopardize it. They don't want to hurt themselves. And I think it's partly with them. I think it's partly on them and, and yeah. on the writers that they're not pushing the envelope enough yeah. in, in as much as they should be. I think it's mainly the way they're booked. Yeah. Because I don't think Sasha Banks would be choosing to be doing what she's doing right now if it was up to her you know i think that's 100 percent down to the writing team and, and all that shit but yeah i don't know i just think it's a shame because you know the people who i gave a shit about i don't know yeah and exactly. there's no one in nxt i'm really that rooting for either women wise you know i like no. Asuka a lot but you know Asuka's got nowhere to go for me like no. i just don't think she she should move up because i think it'll be a disaster yeah. she's beat everyone she's got the longest reign in you know which is great but she's in a bit of a you know it's a bit of a stalemate i don't really know what i want to happen to her so yeah 
and you know Ember Moon deserves the title at some point. She really does. She's the only other one who really, really does. So it's yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, what can you do? Well, that's the first piece of news. <laughs> Just off the back of the "This Is Your Life" thing. That's so funny. Right, okay, let me um, let me let me get my news back up. Um, so John Cena to celebrate July Fourth with a return. John Cena made it official as the 16-time world champion is set for a July 4th return per his official Twitter account. With the all-American living legend set to come back on a patriotic holiday ahead of SummerSlam on August 20th, all signs point to a high-profile showdown with Jinder Mahal. Really? That I'm just reading what someone said. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not blaming really? you. Really? <laughs> Oh, is, he, is Jinder Mahal going to run into fucking... He's going to get Rusev'd. <sighs> and then we've got a 17-time champion, John Cena. Well, Cena's been good at putting people over recently. I can't like, see Cena coming back and being the champ. Just, just taking it. He's part-timer, well, and they've already got a part-time champ. Well, the ratings are awful. Mm. The ratings are awful for the show. That's shows, true. So they're going to go back to what they know. This yeah. is the thing, when... This is the thing that annoys me the most, I think, out for out of wrestling fans, is that you know because some of WWE's fans are fair weather, so they won't mm-hmm. watch everything. So we're the same. Like I'm, I'm putting us in that bracket. Like I've not watched Raw and SmackDown properly for weeks. Yeah, and the reason why is because there's other wrestling promotions that speak to me more. Mm-hmm. And we did a big rant on this at the end of our. Uh, progress review when we went to the Manchester Progress show, so I'm not going to go too much into it now. But the problem is, is when people stop stop watching, that's when they panic and they go back to what they know. And it's it's tough because SmackDown SmackDown is such a the better show at the moment because they are doing better things with the women. Like mm-hmm. they've, they've announced that Money in the Bank ladder match for women, which is the first one ever. You know, so they are doing it better, and it's because of that NXT writer. I'm telling you, it's all because of that that person. It's true. Um, but when you stop watching something, that's when they'll go back to what they know. So Raw's been under three million for a while. It's now. one of the news stories, actually. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll I'll bite my tongue on that one then. Tongue. Tongue. You say tongue. I say tongue. Tongue. Did I say tongue? Tongue, yeah. David O'Tonga. Tonga, yeah. Tongue. Tonga. There are two types of people in this world: the ones who say tongue and the ones who say tongue. And I'm a tongue girl. Oh. You're a tongue man. <laughs> I am. Inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Things got a little inappropriate then. <laughs> Stop this podcast now. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, I just I just can't stop thinking about tongues now. Anyway, tongues. Tongue. Fuck off. Right, okay. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> yeah, they're going to bring him back. They're going to put the belt on him. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be like watching it five years ago. And, Great. You know, Can't and, wait. and the way they'll justify it is, well, he put Bray Wyatt over. <laughs> yeah. So now he's the champ again. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, done that, he's done that one bit of business for the year and then he'll take it back. But a John Cena versus Jinder Mahal storyline uh, will do wonders because I think Randy Orton's struggling. I think Randy Orton's struggling and he's too busy watching New Japan Pro Wrestling and <laughs> and whinging about him doing high-flying moves. Um, I think somebody who's going to come in and not... So the thing is, is like, I think Randy Orton does get a decent pop when he comes out. Yeah, he does. But I think two wrestling fans, I think he's so dislikable 
he's got to be a heel. Like, Orton's yeah. got to be a heel because he's too dislikable. It's true. It's like if the Miz turn face. I know, yeah. Like, what, you, what are you doing? Like, what, it's like if Seth Rollins... Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he's too dislikable yeah. as, a, as a human being. Like, he's too opinionated. He's, he's, he's just... He just wants to shit on the stuff. So let him. Let mm. him be the heel because he, that's what he's better at. Whereas Cena is mega face. Yeah. So that's going to promote Mahal more, I think. Yeah. It's going to promote Mahal more. It's just whether he gets out of that he gets out of that uh, program alive. But if at SummerSlam, if Mahal beats him, that is a statement. Yeah. And, if you, and, and there's all this shit that TNA have been coming out with. And apologies if that's a new story. It's not. It's not. Well, TNA have been saying, like, oh, Jinder Mahal's only a champion because we did impact tapings from India. It's like, you get 200,000 fucking watches a week, shut your fucking mouths. <laughs> like, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares about you. Like, I think it's been quite interesting, though, the um, almost like the, not the backlash about Jinder Mahal winning the title, but almost like people... People desperately need to justify it. It's like, oh, he's only got it because he's Indian. Or he's only got, you know, and they want to get over with the Indian audience. He's only got it because he's in shape. It's like, guys, can can a man not win a win a belt without, like, there being a... Yeah. I mean, it's because it's, it's, it's come out of nowhere, you know, excuse pun. But, like, it has. It's, it has come out of nowhere. Yeah. And people need to give it a reason. It's like, how has yeah. this Indian man won a belt? There must be a reason this is, behind this, this. This is the annoying thing about the internet community. Yeah. So, like, they have to justify... It's like it's like oh well, Mahal shouldn't have won the belt. So it, the only reason won it is because he's in shape and it. And there's so many stories about him being on steroids and all these. Like I saw someone on um, one of the rag sheets that is actually the most popular news story at the moment that says natural bodybuilder on why Jinder Mahal's physique is suspicious. Oh God! Who fucking cares? Well, Who as cares? we've had this conversation Everybody's so many times, it. they're all on Everybody's it. Everybody's fucking on it. It just proves that there is no, um, there is nothing in place in WWE for that sort of drug because Lesnar's getting got away with it, and it's only when he went into a, a fucking real sport that they exposed him as being on drugs. You know, we've said that possibly Cena could be. I mean, Cena was huge in that crazy training video that you saw like way back when yeah. where it's him and Samoa Joe the fucking hilarious, weirdest hilarious. weirdest thing Frankie Kazarian Christopher Daniels on it as so well bizarre. But, so bizarre but, but Cena's always been and he, he looks like the type of person who's work hard yeah, you yeah. know and all that shit but I mean I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck and it just shows you that if these people are on these sorts of drugs when they fail the wellness policy they must be like coked up or something it must be like yeah, class, yeah, a yeah, class A drugs, drugs rather yeah. than performance enhancing yeah. drugs because I just don't because think they know, it's they know when the, dr- when the drug test's coming they know when to cycle off Mm. And that's exactly what they were doing in MMA for so many years. Now, all the people that are coming out and bitching about Mahal being on steroids, I want you to physically tweet me next time The Rock comes back. Oh, yeah. Because you won't say shit about him. Nobody says shit about him. But The Rock's obviously on it. He's awake at four in the morning with a probably with a big fucking erection because of it or a tiny weeny little erection if he's on oh, the stats yeah, yeah but but he is he is you don't look like that you don't look like that size it's uns- it's it's i think it's insustainable considering that and if you look at wrestlers who have got you know who are working and all the traveling they have to do and the lack of sleep you know you, you're gonna you're gonna have to take something and it's the pain. That's why they all get hooked on pain meds. Mm. Like you see me with my my training. I'm not even having matches. I'm just fucking p- 
practicing the the, the yeah. bumps and stuff and i'm out for days after it i know it's crazy it know, is because it hurts crazy. it fucking hurts so obviously these guys are want to be on something that the next day mm. makes them feel better about it yeah and that's what it does it, it makes it so you can work harder and the pain and the recovery time is better and that's exactly what it is so they're all gonna be fucking on it it's like give me a break uh, and i don't mind people saying oh because we've done it in the past we've like he's on steroids that's ridiculous like how would WWE letting this happen when it was the brock lesnar thing yeah but you can't you can't have one brush for one person and then another for another. Yeah. You can't chastise Mahal for getting into ridiculous shape and then and then The Rock gets a pass and Cena gets a pass and Lesnar gets a pass. Because I, there's so many articles now about Jinder being on steroids. It's like, we know Brock Lesnar was on steroids. Yeah, like, legit, no. It's it's in black and white, the yeah, guy was on Yeah, he got fucking drugs. done for it. And, and yet, he, he gets a pass. So yeah. why does Jinder Mahal not get a pass? Well, Jinder Mahal doesn't get a pass because he used to be in 3MB. Uh, so this, all this backlash is a product of their own making. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they've gone with somebody who isn't the normal thing. And it's very smart business move to have somebody who's Indian be the champion at the moment because India is such a growing, um, growing sort of fan base for him. And yeah. it is the third biggest. That's why there's been a WWE champion from India before the UK because they want to bump it up. They want the they want the Indian fans to be like, holy shit, we've got a Indian champion. They'll all be going nuts. The amount of them fucking Maharaja t-shirts that they'll be selling because I of know. it will be crazy because of it. And that is smart business sense. So to say, oh, well, he's only got it because this, that's like saying John Cena's only got it because he's American. Mm. John Cena's only got that all-American character because he's all-American. Like People do it all the time. I remember when I was very young, when I used to watch soccer, football. Soccer. I remember people saying when a certain youngster came through the ranks called Michael Owen. Oh, well, he's only good because he's quick. <laughs> it's like, well, but he's quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, of course, you know, it's like J- Jamie Vardy. Like, he's only good because he's fast and he can get behind but, defenses. Well that's, well, that's what he does. That's Yeah, that's that's it. And you've, you've, you've cracked it. Yeah. That's think... how about we take Zlatan Ibrahimovic, the, the greatest man that's ever lived <laughs> and fucking make him five foot tall shall we is that is that is that oh he's not gonna he's, he won't be that good if he's five foot it's like oh messi's tiny well all right then well, let's take away messi's ball control how good is he then i feel like i've lost you i feel like i've lost you here darling i'm, I'm really on. sorry it's because i went down a michael owen rabbit hole which nobody wants to do but the, um, <laughs> he yeah. named his daughter um michael owen yes he named his daughter uh, my real name really yes that's right, bitches. Emma's not a real name. Emma's not my <laughs> real name. <laughs> I've always said it's not my real name. I know. But yeah, that is, 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 it's apples and oranges. Mm. It's like Vince McMahon wouldn't be the greatest promoter ever if he didn't buy up the regional territories, but he did. I know. It's so fucking yeah, stupid, it's, isn't yeah, it? It's such a, da- it's such a daft know. comment. But it's true, though. Like The only reason why he is champion is because of how well he looks and because he's Indian. Because they wanted to go down that angle. Now... The way he looks is all down to him. Because I've been going to the gym more since this wrestling thing, and it's fucking shit. Like, I don't want to be in there every day. I've got FIFA to play. I've got fucking Horizon Zero Dawn to fucking (laughs) platinum, which is doing me head in. I don't want to be in the gym all the time, but you have to be. Mm. Otherwise, when I get to those lessons, and I've seen seen a difference from, like, lesson two to lesson three. Yeah. Of, like... Of just pure cardio and being able to do it easier. It's like there's a reason why I can do the rolls now. Mm. There's a reason why I can do the shoulder rolls now. It's because I've been at the gym most of the time. Yeah. 
So the guy's fucking working his ass off. Stero- you don't just pump yourself full of steroids and you suddenly look like Brock Lesnar. You have to work at it. You still have to work hard. The only thing he does is it increases your testosterone so your recovery time's quicker. That's it. It's not... I couldn't just inject it into my ass now and the next day I'm like a fucking chode. <laughs> like, it doesn't work that way. I'd have to be in the gym for every day. And mm. I could, and that's the thing. I could be in the gym every day. Yeah. Um, just on the last thing on Jinder Mahal, um, I was listening to the podcast um, when he had the interview with Jericho. And I feel like I'm probably, each week, I'm going to try, if I listen, if, if there is a, a WWE-related podcast that Jericho does, I'm going to pick out a line that's always mildly inappropriate that Jericho says. So, like... Oh, God, has he been racist again? It was mild racist. Did, did he talk to him in an Indian accent? No, it, was, it wasn't as bad as the Shinsuke one. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. But um, he did say to him, yeah, you look like um, like a villain from an Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> Like, oh, I, yeah, I remember. I was that. like, yeah. Jericho. And then before that, with Lexa Bliss calling ex anorexic Alexa Bliss curvy, nice and curvy. You've got nice curves. <laughs> it's guy. like, Jericho, oh if you couldn't, you, you can't, you can't, he doesn't fail to just stick his fucking. Do you know what he reminds me of? Who? Uh, out of, and this will be any League of Gentlemen fans out there. Do you know the old guy that like sits next to the blind dude? Or, or the cripple guy. And oh, yeah, like, he keeps offending him. Yeah, yeah and, he's, <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, what was the one he says to the cripple? He's like, he's like oh, it's something, something about like, oh, there's, there'll be women out there that don't mind. <laughs> and, he's like, and at the end, he's like, oh, is there something I said? Like, to, yeah, to be fair, though, Jericho has absolutely no idea he's doing it. No. He doesn't think that saying something like, like a villain from an Indiana Jones movie would be offensive. And I mean, it is mildly offensive. It's yeah. it's only mildly, yeah, offensive. Yeah. and he's being nice. It, but yeah, he's trying to he's trying to say because you know he's trying to he's trying to go down the angle that WWE have gone down, mm. and they've gone, oh, he looks like a, a like a villain. Of course, so, yeah. and you know he's he's not wrong, but it was quite funny. Just as an aside, I was in Morrison's getting a little bit of spotter shopping, listening to the Jericho podcast, and I had no hands free, so I had to just kind of leave my podcast playing. And he was like, and here it is. I'm going to play Judas for you all. And I was like, Oh, no. you're joking. I had to listen to the whole song because I was at the self serve checkout oh, and there was nothing I could kidding. do. I listened to everything from start to finish. Okay, so so now you've heard it from start yes. to finish. What's your final opinion? I really like it. <laughs> oh, fuck off. No way. It's grown on me, actually. I'm not going to lie. You're joking. No, I'm not joking. I actually think it's a pretty good song. I'm serious. Honestly. Honestly. It's dead funny. Yeah, it's super funny because he's, he's, he's like a parody. Yeah, which but I like it. Oh, you're a Metallica fan. I know. But you know I, what I real also, rock and roll is? I also is. like Roller Coaster by Bewitched. Yeah, but that's so, not the same. No, I know. I'm not maybe, saying maybe that it's, it's a good rock may, song. I'm saying it's, it's a good Jericho song. Yeah, but it's a lot better than what he's put out before. Sandpaper! <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> It is the and fact that it the sounds like old guy to do that. I will never know. It, it, it is the fact that he sounds like Jericho when he yeah, sings. When he sings, he yeah. doesn't have like a different singing voice. Most people have a different singing voice where you can't really tell it's them when you hear him talk. It's just Jericho. Yeah, and I can't get past that. But I love, I love how boastful he is about about how fantastically well he's doing. Like it just makes my day. It just makes my day. But yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll agree to disagree on that. The lyrics are awful. There is a terrible song, but I just there's something about it that just makes me smile. There's decent hooks. If anyone's listened to the sound check um, <laughs> thing, you know, 
I was taking the piss out of it royally with yeah. that because that tends to be what we sound check with me singing that. I know um, it's true, actually. But God, it's, 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 I think I think I've not actually listened to the song without watching the video, and I think the video makes it worse. And then there's like random clowns in the background. Yeah, see, see, and then I can't watch two, the video. Those two goth hookers that he's got that <laughs> come up that are like forty years old oh, each no. and massively out of shape, and they're just like grinding next to him. It's like, what the fuck are you going on? I don't think I'd like it if I watched the video with it. And I've only seen snippets of the video, and it's, it's, it's like watching. Kim Cattrall do the scat thing with her husband. Uh, it's it's along those is it lines. As tough as, I don't it's, think it's quite me, as tough as that. For me, for me, it's quite tough because I started to quite to really like Jericho, and that video set me back. Yeah, and yeah. I only saw a snippet, and I'm like, yeah. I, I can't. Because I was crying, laughing next year. With I think it on it's because he's taking it very seriously. He is, he is, and he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. He should be having a laugh. If he was having a laugh in that video, you know, like in a fucking ball pit or sort of trampoline part with his fucking band, I'd be like, this is hilarious. This yeah. is like the greatest song ever. But he, think, but he genuinely thinks that they're making like groundbreaking music. And that's and what and puts me off. Yeah, that's what puts me off because he does take it awfully seriously. But, you know, you can't argue with the fact that he's like been number one in all these fucking charts. Fucking BBC chart he was talking about some bbc rock chart or something random like that where the fuck's he found that fuck no british thing we're not i know that. exactly well he's taking everything he can um we're only on our news item number three. Oh, stop yourself in guys it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a good one um i wish i had some prosecco left do you want my last shot daniel's camp oh, i'm thinking about it we'll go to the gym in a bit so well that's fine i've gone to the gym pissed, pissed before well <laughs> there's yeah, only one can because in my job pissed. that i got made redundant from you know there's ca- lots of occasions when We'd have wine in the office, probably why the business went under, really. <laughs> Spent all the money on wine. but um, and, and all the staff were pissed by three o'clock. But, um, but yeah. The, the Sounds other, great. Yeah, I know, it was fucking very ab fab. Um, yeah, like I, I used to go straight to the gym or I'd run home, do a 10 mile run after a few glasses of wine. Honestly, you perform Scary. so much better. And if anyone is hungover and has to do some form of exercise, you will never perform as good as with a hangover. Oh. The performance levels. I've done the Manchester 10K with a hangover. Yeah. And, and been very successful. Anyway, that's me being doing a Jericho thing. Did you see? Yeah. yeah. Showing off then. Do you like it? No, a Jericho thing would be like when I say something, you then come back and say, well, I did it better. And oh, yeah, that's way. true, actually. That's yeah. true, actually. Um, that's probably where you heard it, Big Cass. Um, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and Rock used to do that like all the time. Oh, shut up. Yeah, I, um, but I am going to start listening to it to pull out my favourite Jericho. Jericho, either inappropriate lines or him getting getting the better of his guest. His guest, yeah. can I just say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he has to yeah. prove he's did better he say than... he was curvier than Alexa Bliss? It w- I wouldn't be surprised. I'm short and curvy too. But yeah. uh, uh, no, anyway. It's like, it's like we're, both, we're both short and curvy, Alexa. Whenever he's interviewing a big guy, though, he always has to put in there how smaller guys have to work a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. And the big guys have it really easy. He's yeah. done it to big cast, gender. Just, just to put it out there that I've worked a lot harder than you. Yeah. Just want to let you know that I, none of this is down to luck. It's down to my <laughs> pure skill. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm going to move on. I love him. What a guy. Yeah, I, I mean, if anybody yeah. hasn't listened to his podcast, even just for the adverts, because he does... Definitely. I do fast forward with them now. When but he sings it. Yeah. Bill Burr's better at doing adverts. Bill Burr's fantastic at the adverts. Anyway, so third story. These are... These are in a crazy order, by the way, um, because I just slapped them all in a in my notes yeah. on my phone 
So we probably I probably should have done this after the first one. Yeah. Anyway, first ever women's WWE Money in the Bank ladder match announced on SmackDown. SmackDown Live Commissioner Shane McMahon announced Tuesday night the number one contendership for the SmackDown Women's Championship will be on the line in a women's Money in the Bank match at the pay-per-view of the same name on the June 18th. Becky Lynch, woo! Charlotte Flair, Carmella, Tamina, and Natalia were originally supposed to determine a number one contender for Naomi's title in a fatal five-way match. So now it's Money in the Bank ladder match, yeah. which is I, I'm 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 gonna I'm going into this very low expectations. Yeah. I don't think that I mean I think we've it's proved we were talking about this earlier, like to one another, and you've got to be quite weighty to get put through things so there's only a few people that can go through pieces of furniture for example sasha banks you, she, she just she kept tried, rolling yeah, she kept she rolling tried. off the table didn't yeah, she, Charlotte tried twice <laughs> and it, it just didn't work but she's too she's too light but um you know natalia went through the commentary table you know she made a big deal on the edge and christian thing that she's like oh, i weigh 160 pounds of pure nine heart or whatever the fuck her name is um and you know i'm I'm going to take some, take some bumps. bumps. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, obviously Tamina's in there as well. So I think there's going to be a lot of leaping off ladders onto each other. I don't think there's going to be anyone going through a ladder. Yeah, well, this is the chance. Again, it's another opportunity for them to shine. And if they don't, then they're going to stop getting opportunities. I think Carmella's just going to break. <laughs> She's going to smash into lots of little pieces. Who do you think wins that? Um, I'd really love it to be Becky Lynch. Obviously, that would be like. I, I think. I think you, it's going to be Charlotte. It's going to be Charlotte. Um, yeah, it's a shame. Shame for Becky. Well, if they wanted to, if they wanted to promote a heel, because now they've got Charlotte face kind of on SmackDown. So that's true. Maybe actually, Carmella, because Carmella can cash it in at a shit time and. Yeah, it's a good point with James Ellsworth. I can yep. see that being a <laughs> being a thing. Being a thing, yeah. Yep. That's that's all I got. I think we've said enough about Absolutely. Saying. Okay, so kind of kind of not official, but the commentary team for the May Young Classic has been announced. Okay. So it's looking like it's gonna be JR. Nice. Lita and Medusa. Medusa? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I saw something about this and JR was like really happy that he was on it. Oh really? Yeah, I think I think I think JR tweeted out saying that he was really happy to be with those two. That's sweet. Yeah. But we'll but see how good Lita and Medusa are at um at commentary. Yeah. But, but JR JR being the voice of anything and I think we can all agree it made a massive difference to the home experience of uh, takeover. Absolutely. With done. Oh yeah. Um, so good. So we, we we'll see with that one, but yeah, no, JR JR needs to I'm sure it's his decision why he he isn't, but he should be on fucking Raw and SmackDown and just do that. But Absolutely. He obviously doesn't want to work that much, so. Nah. Um so random one here, WWE Hall of Famer Harley Race breaks legs in fall. So WWE announced Saturday that Hall of Famer Harley Race broke both of his legs in a fall at his home on Tuesday. According to WWE.com, Race underwent emergency surgery Tuesday followed by four blood transfusions and an additional surgery on Friday. He broke both the fibula and tibia in his left leg and fractured his right femur. Race also sustained a spiral break of his left ankle. Ugh was he doing oh god fall out of a tree or something it's that sounds like you've you've fallen feet first from really high up yeah yeah so maybe like he was doing work in a tree or like 
on his, on his roof, roof or maybe. something yeah. random. Yeah, because you're not going to do that just to your legs falling down the stairs or something because you would have hurt other parts of your yeah, body yeah. as well. So Well, yeah, speedy recovery, Harley. Oh, horrible. Poor thing. Um, I'm going to move on. Yep. Here we go again. Another week, another... Is Hulk Hogan returning story? Jeez. So, um... Once again, been lots of talk within WWE about Hulk Hogan returning for work for the company, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Coming out of the racist comments debacle from 2015, Hogan's WWE return has depended on the company being reasonably sure that bringing him back won't cause a big backlash. It's possible he's rehired for some sort of ambassador role in the near future. A Hulk Hogan poster was recently featured in the WWE Kids magazine, which is released internationally, but interestingly enough, not in the United States. Hogan has also said that he and Vince McMahon have had talks about a return. So, well, there's not an awful lot to say about this. I think they're dying to bring him back. He's yeah. dying to come back. And I think they just... They, <laughs> they've got to be dead careful, I think, with this. Because yeah. the yeah. WWE way is to go in all guns blazing and to have him do something with, like, the New Day or some, You know, to do something really yeah, yeah. obvious. And, and I hope they don't. I hope they manage to... Because I think that just highlights it even more. So I think if they're going to bring him back, I think if... It's, it's dead hard. It's really it's hard. Turning heel and I've been beating them all. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like a really horrendous, like, white supremacist character. It's really tough because as much as I don't want to sound, you know, like a little snowflake, I think you've got to be aware of uh, the, <clears throat> the people who work there of colour. Sit them all down and go, listen, guys... How do you feel about this? And if they're like, fine, it's Hulk Hogan, yeah. then who who else? Is, who's to say that that he shouldn't? I, I understand yeah. though, because he's in a he's in a public thing. So I mean, putting somebody out there, and it, you know, going back to football, back to that guy who you know apparently raped that girl, <sighs> who served time, and then they were talking about rehiring him for his, you know, and ev- everyone went nuts and said you can't give him another job. Yeah. You know, you back to that. It's like, well, what? <sighs> I think you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I really yeah. believe that people are so like directly opposed, there's such opposing views of what's right and wrong in this situation that I really, really couldn't say. I would I would I would be inclined to ask the people who his comments affected, who work in the company, their thoughts. And if they're okay with it, then no one else should be asked. Yeah, I mean it's nothing it's nothing to us because they don't directly affect us. However, I think you've always got that over your head. And, you know, public shaming when you don't feel like you're being recorded is one thing. Another is the impact of that. Mm. So, like, that had a big enough impact for them to sack him. So, I think he's got a... He's obviously come out and apologised and all that sort of stuff. But I think I think if he does come back, he need, they need to give him a mic. Mm. And, then he, and he needs to apologise and say, look. Yeah. Like, that is not me. And then and then see what the fallout of that is. Mm. Like just have him on Raw one one night. He comes out unannounced, gets the mic and says, "Look, guys, you know I've I've been away from this for a couple of years. It's nearly killed me." You know, the thing is, is he didn't know he was being recorded. And I'm sure if everybody had a camera on him all day every day, they would say something at some point that offends someone. Like not saying not saying that he they would say, he would say something as bad as he did. Or anybody mean, else would you, say anything you, as bad as he did. Yeah. But he didn't know he was being filmed. And when when you've just had your dick sucked, like, do you think you're going to get filmed? Probably not. No, absolutely. I think as well with 
Hulk Hogan and that particular situation is. He, he's a victim. I'm not saying he's a fucking victim, but but I think in, on some levels, he's a victim of circumstance because he was obviously having a private conversation. He wasn't saying anything on a public forum. But he's a victim of timing as well because in 2015, he's one of the first people to be kind of exposed in such a way. And it was a high-profile case, you know, this the Gawker or whatever the fuck it was. Um, however... And, and WWE's stance was to get rid of him, like, straight away. Like, they fired him quick smart, straight off the website. Whereas, since then, there's been so many incidences where people have been exposed in a way yeah. that they haven't chosen to be. So, whether that's naked pictures, the sexting from Tom Phillips or Todd, whatever the fuck the guy's called. And I think that their reaction and response has been a lot more measured towards these things happening yeah. now. They don't just... I think if if Tom Phillips would have done what he did in 2015, he was the first one, he'd have been fired yeah, straight yeah. away. I think if, you know, Paige, the Paige thing would have come out two years ago, fired straight away. I yeah. think now they're taking a more measured approach of like, hang on a minute, this isn't their fault. It's not their fault if somebody hacks them, exposes them, yeah. secret, you know... The hacking thing is is different. So I'm not, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I'm not kind of saying about like Charlotte Flair sending pictures to somebody is the same as Hulk Hogan making fucking racist comments. Yeah, about I, I know what you but mean. But I do think that that that's probably why WWE are now going. Hang on a minute, we're probably a bit ha- hasty here. Yeah, because it's the first time it really happened to us, you know, in a big way. And now they're probably going right. How can we reintroduce him? Because if it happened to him now we probably would have put him away from TV for a while, but yeah. we wouldn't have fired him or got rid of him from Hall of Fame and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, I, and and that's what I think that the measured approach now, when something happens and some, I don't think anyone's going to get fired straight away like that. Again, it'd take no. something, I think, I think if it's something that's, they've not done themselves, then I think WWE yeah. will think a lot more about it. I know, I know what you mean. I think the the Hogan situation is slightly different though, because I think if one of the re- wrestlers came out with racist comments, mm. I think that would be a bigger deal. Yeah, they fired that but girl from the performance center, didn't they? For having for Rawlins having, is you know, yeah, for having Hitler shit up. Stupid bitch. So, um, yes, yeah, the racist stupid. stuff. Yes, granted, I think that that is is entirely different. I, I get it. I totally get it because you can't yeah. you can't excuse that. However, I think that their reaction, their instantaneous reaction was so hasty that I think now they would probably release a statement saying they were looking into it. And then you wouldn't hear from it again. Maybe, you know, or maybe it'd be like the Maro Ronaldo thing, you know, with the bullying stuff of like, we're looking into it, leave it with us, we'll release a statement soon. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's not as cut and dry anymore. It's not like a... I don't know. It's just a bit of a I weird know, one. I know what you mean. It is. It is a weird one because you don't want to um, offend anybody, but also, like, it, it's got to be water under the bridge now, surely. Well, <laughs> but then, but then, it, you know, is somebody who can make those sort of comments? Do they deserve their career back? Because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about giving him back his career. Mm. And do does somebody who made those sort of comments deserve their career back? Now, it's such a loaded question that because. I, on the one hand, would say no, mm. because I think what he was saying was horrific, like, and it was past the point of, you know, that's his obvious real thoughts on the matter. Mm. Um, but then again, there's a lot of people in the, you know, who have come out and defended him that have been of colour, and 
so it's it's, it's, it's very it tough. Really hard. I think that we're the wrong people. You know, we're two white people sat here, and yeah, and I think I think, yeah. I think it's only can be decided by the the recipients of yeah of the the comments. Yeah. I just do, and it doesn't. I don't know. I think there's. <laughs> it's only the people who are offended who can who can forgive them. It's like a lot of yeah. women aren't going to forgive Trump for the pussy grabbing stuff because it's about them. A lot of men will go, "Oh, come on!" But it's not about you. You can yeah, you can yeah. you can excuse it yeah. all you like as banter or whatever. But it's not about you. It's it's about the women yeah. who it's aimed at, and it's the same with racist comments. It's about the people who the comments are aimed at, and it's them. Technically, they're the jury. They're the ones who decide if he comes back or not. To me, yeah. that's my very simplified view of it. I'm not going to get offended on behalf of somebody else. I, no. I, I don't. I don't think it's right, and I would never say it because I don't think yeah, that way. Of course, of but course. I'm not going to. I'm not going to chastise somebody when there might be like a black community going what, what are you on about like yeah, we're not totally. bothered yeah, <laughs> we don't yeah. give a shit I'm like saying. we're and, over this <laughs> and isn't that like a timely thing to say like i think people getting on the high horse for other people is is great but mm. there comes a time when i think when you need to chill the fuck out i think when the people in question whether that be anyone of color whether it be anyone of a certain religion whether it be a certain gender whether it be you know a certain sexual orientation if if those if the people who anything's aimed at aren't offended themselves, don't get offended for them. Yeah, and don't and don't be blind to it either. No. Blind offence, as we've seen from Rogan's recent and uh, Ruben's recent guest. Yeah, like seriously, like there's just so there's so many. I think there are so many problems perpetuated by the wrong people getting offended for someone else. Yeah. And when the people as i say who were offended inverted commas offended in the first place are over it they're like we don't give a shit yeah. we'll just never ever work with that person or endorse that person that's our choice 100 percent. i'll be interested to see what happens when he does come back because i can i can see some backlash especially over what what people get backlash for mm. these days which is literally you know most of the time nothing like a nothing comment and it's like, oh, this person's this. It's like, well, they're not actually, if you look into it. But because because there's so many like social justice warriors that are going after people who are not guilty of the crime that they mm. say that they are, I think this guy is guilty. Yeah. So it. Yeah, it's it's, it's a tough one. I think they'll have to bring him back. Firstly, on a on a recorded show, so like the fucking whatever that Edge and Christian show was. Or yeah, like Table for Three. The, and stuff yeah, they'd like, have yeah. to bring him back and then and then monitor the social media response and see, and then they can gauge whether or not a crowd would turn, roughly. Because I, I think putting him in yeah. front of a live crowd for the first time he's back is risky. It's really risky. I think they need to have him on a pre-recorded segment that's a show on the network and then just watch what people say and, yeah. and then take it from there and take a decision of it's not time or yeah. yeah let's give it a go let's have you in a backstage segment so you're not actually in the ring or yeah. whatever and work it up from there this might be one of your news stories but have you, heard, have you heard that uh, Vince is going on table for three no I haven't no, no. V- Vince is going to have is a table for three yeah with who I don't know they've not said that's interesting they've not said or with whom should with I whom? say um, no I didn't know that yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that Yeah. I want him to write a book he won't he, he says he won't do it but I would love to read <coughs> I'd, a book. I'd be first in line to buy that 100%, fucking thing. 100%. It'd be yeah, the most yeah. interesting thing. Yeah. Anyway, right, I'm going to move on because we're still on fucking news here. It's a joke. Sorry. So, um, as 
we were alluding to before, um, raw ratings continue to plummet. So again, I'm as with every news story, I'm reading verbatim someone else's news story. Should yeah. credit them, but nah, fuck them. Fuck it, we're not big enough for that shit. No one's suing us yet. Well, ev- everyone's just pulling it all off Dave Meltzer anyway, so exactly. he, he, he can get. But I can't phrase. even be asked putting it into my own words, so I'm just stealing other people's words. So, what the fuck is that noise? That was. Uh, Sounded like kids. someone was sounded like someone was breaking into our apartment. That, that's kids, the person boy. who's wrote this news story. They can sense I'm about to plagiarize the shit out of it. They come to get me. Anyway, Meltzer, here. Okay, through this. Sorry, let me start again. I'm butchering it. Though the spring season after WrestleMania has not been kind to WWE in recent years, Raw ratings have dropped at alarming levels for the past several weeks. Raw ratings typically crash on Memorial Day, but this year's number, an annual low of 2.613 million. Wow her show buzz daily was particularly concerning as WWE not did not go up against the NBA an NBA playoff game or any first run programming outside of the Stanley Cup playoffs in addition to being down across all demographics per Dave Meltzer of F4W online Raw's ratings have dropped over 40% among teenage boys. To put matters into perspective, Raw's ratings this past Monday was lower than the rating of every episode of Monday Nitro, with the exception of one. Wow. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. They're not doing they anything. Surprise me, this. It's, they're not, no, it's, they're not doing anything. So. I think. I think one of the things that fills me with fear is that whole. Um, knee-jerk reaction to right okay who do we need to get in and what we're showing too much of right well let's cut a 205 and let's cut a women's segment because the teenage boys aren't watching yeah or let's make the women sexier yeah do yeah. you know what i mean like which which has which we've said so many times isn't a thing anymore now the internet's around no one is watching raw to be titillated by women no they're just not so if, like that needs are, to be you need to you need to up you, your google game you, you really do but like it's <laughs> It's not that's that's not a thing anymore. So like you can't really blame it. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think they need to just be a little bit. They need to just care a bit more about what the fucking product is that they're putting out and how they're booking matches and stop being so fucking lazy. Yep, that's what it is. And they're not they're not pop culture anymore. Like as much as no. they like to think they are, they're not pop pop culture anymore. <laughs> like the Rock coming back to a Raw wouldn't boost the numbers as much up as they'd want them to. No, it wouldn't. It might give them an extra. Five hundred thousand, which would take it to three point three. Yeah. In that in that instance, no, three three point one. Um. It's just not. It's just not good. It's just not good. And the thing is, it's like I think we are going more to an online based. Um. Uh. You know. Way of consuming. Content, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. On, you know, everything's online. You know, I mm. subscribe to numerous online things. Yeah. Um, to to get to get my media, so there isn't anything that you know. We're looking into these raw figures, like the people who are watching raw are backwards to me. Mm. Who are who can sit down and watch raw every night or every Monday night? Who can just sit down with the family and watch it? Because mm-hmm. I won't subscribe to Sky Sports because it's too much money oh for God, what you get. So much money. It's like I used to before uh, BT Sport fucking nuked it, which is I hate BT Sport with a passion. Me too. Because they ruined the fight pass as well. Um, but before before uh, BT Sport ruined it, I used to subscribe to NBA TV. Mm-hmm. So NBA.com. Now, that was £21 a month. But I could watch every game. Yep. Home or away commentary. Oh, it's it didn't, so good. It didn't cut away. 
So when they, when they were showing adverts, instead mm. of showing adverts, they would show the crowd doing yeah. the kiss cams and the dancing oh, and stuff. Good, it was it? great. It was yeah. absolutely amazing. And yeah, in in you know, I I've really only watched Celtics games. And thank you, Locker Talk, for taking the piss out of me on your most recent show for that. <laughs> well, the um, we got one game. We got one game off them. <laughs> um, so, you know, I did just pretty much just watch Celtics games. But if there was a big game, like um, you know. Golden State against Spurs, or you know yeah. anything like that. I was like, oh, I'll I'll give I'll give that a watch. I watched the fifteen minute one, and it was great because the app was on my PS4 and I could just put it on and it was everything was fine. But then when BT Sport got involved, I can't fucking do that anymore. No, I mean they might have changed it now because they're still the thing is is they're still selling it to, um, to UK fans. Yeah, because I still see adverts of like, oh, get the playoff finals for ten pound and stuff like that, uh, which would be great. But the uh, it was it was more the app on the PlayStation that they'd blocked because it was it was like an external thing, mm. um, which was super annoying. And there's plenty of back and forth between me and NBA uh, customer service where they're like, "Oh no, everything's going to be fine. We're going to sort it out." And then like a month went by and I'm like, "Hang on, I'm paying for this." Yeah. And you've still not sorted it out. It's like, "Oh no, it's going to be fine in a couple." Of, we're just trying to sort out the logistics with BT Sport. And as soon as he said BT Sport, I was like, "You motherfuckers! You're the reason why I can't buy UFC pay per views and I have to watch a shitty stream." Mm. I mean, good for UFC. They've put up big UFC cards. Twenty four hours later, there's a there's a an international replay which doesn't give you any fight card or anything, so you can't skip fights, mm. but you can sit and watch the whole thing okay. on the fight pass, and that's 60 quid a year. That's really good. Oh, it's amazing. That's and there's really loads, of, loads of amazing content on that. You can watch Ultimate Fighters on that, mm. past Ultimate Fighters. It's very good. It's great. It's absolutely great. 60 quid for a year, perfect. But the thing is, 60 quid for the year, but I'd also buy pay-per-views for 20 quid as well, because mm. they, they sell the pay-per-views on there, and they're 15 quid if you subscribed. See, that's But so they block it because... BT because Sport. of BT Sport, but you can see their old advertising. It was like forty ninety nine for McGregor versus Aldo, you know. Which is, of course, I'm going to give them fifteen quid mm. because because the, the the product's great. And the same with WWE. Like I think I think they made a mistake by putting pay per views for free on the network, but they wouldn't have nearly as many subscribers. No way. But but if you still had the the pay per views as as say if you subscribe to the network, you get the pay per views for ten dollars. Rather than forty or fifty, mm. you know that's extra revenue, um, and everything else on it as well, like your NXT and stuff like that. I think you'd still get a similar amount. I think you'd still have a million subscribers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it's just not a good enough product at the moment, and I think we've said it many times over the last couple of weeks because we're branching out, and also in your news, there's probably a story for something else that they're thinking about putting on the network. Uh, no, it's not on the there's news. There's not. Time. Okay, so there's rumours, I mean, there's been rumours for ages, and we, we sort of spoke about the rumours a couple of months ago, but they're talking more about putting Progress and ICW on the network, mm-hmm. which I am very, very adverse to. And the reason why is because they're not going to let them do the same show. They're not going to let... Anybody who thinks it's going to be the same show is dreaming. And I know they've got parental locks and all that sort of shit, I know they have, but the problem is, is like ICW and Progress have got their own on streaming service, which we pay for at the moment. Now, if they go on to that, I'm just going to get rid of that, because what's the point if they're on both things? But they're not going to get s- new subscribers from it. Like People are not going to subscribe to the network for ICW and Progress, I don't think, Mm-mm. because I think those wrestling fans are already subscribed. 
So they're basically what? What's the point? Like, what's the point in doing that? They, they, they're doing it to give them a bigger platform. But like in anything business, there's not, there's no chat, there's no charity involved. Like, it, are they thinking? Well, because of all the, um, all the uh, talent that we're taking, this is how we give back, and that is a very good way of doing it. But there's got to be a reason why they're putting them on. That they're even thinking of putting it on there. And then you got to say, well, how are they going to put it on there? Are they going to put their pay per views on there? Mm. probably not mm. because it might clash with WWE pay-per-views yeah. so then you're going to get it a day later anyway but they're not going to I think it'll just be a library and the library will update Yeah, there won't be anything like on the 24 hour live stream of the network I don't think anything will be on there mm. I think there might be adverts or something like that but I, I don't know I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit mm, about it because I don't think WWE will let them, let them do what they want to do and I think in a year's time because you've seen this many times with them, you know, bringing back ECW and then trying all these things and they'll drop them. They'll drop yeah. them if they don't work because they're a business. Yeah. Like, if they don't see, if, like, the, you know, they're putting an ICW pay-per-view on and it gets, like, 5,000 viewers because it's not front and centre and it's not, like, NXT, like, it's on there. Mm. It's like, oh, ICW's pay-per-view. I mean, maybe that's why Nash is on Fear and Loathing and we'll talk about that more on ICW, but... Is that going to go live on the network? Because that's what you've got to do. If you want, if you want to do that, you've got to do it, and you've got to say ICW is on the WWE network with Fear and Loathing mm. ten this Sunday, and make yeah, sure there's nothing else around it. It's a really good point, actually, because I thought that I had it in my head. Oh, they're just going to take the back catalogue and they're just going to have it as an option, you know, on the library. So ICW will just become an option on the library, but then. You are, you are right, people will cancel their subscriptions, the ICW thing, potentially. In which case, you've got, you're going to have to show the pay-per-views as they're happening because that's what yeah. you can... I mean, you have to pay the extra for them, don't you? Yeah, but the, 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 the ICW pay-per-views are on the day after. Mm. So 24 hours later, you can watch the ICW shows on on demand. Now, we didn't do that for Barramania. We bought it off Fight mm-hmm. TV, which was 15 quid. So yeah, it was, like, it was worth it. Um you know, Shug's house party is in like a month and it, that's a weekend thing, so I thought knows how much that's going to cost. Jesus. Uh, but we'll see at the time whether we can do it or not. Um, but... I'll have some doll money. Does some, yes, yeah, spend our <laughs> doll money on, on bread, <laughs> dairily and ICW. Um, I'm sure there's many people that do that. But the... Um, <laughs> priorities. But the... I just, I just don't know. I just get a weird feeling about it. It feels like... And I know we were behind the curve... And people like Carl, who've who've been going all the time, mm-hmm. and you know Chris, who's been going all the time, um, might not feel this way. But I feel like we've just we've just got on board with them. I know, and I know it's been about six months, but it feels like we've just got on board with it. And I kind of want it to be its own thing. I don't want it to be affiliated with WWE as much as like it's like, oh my god, these guys are at Access. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. They're getting such a huge platform here to perform and to. Uh, pedal their wares, so to speak. I don't want them to be a weekly thing on the network because they've got the they're still talking about doing the UK thing, and the only thing I can think of from that is that the the UK weekly show will be a title match on a progress. Yeah, and that's how they're working with them. Like that, I wouldn't mind mm. because then they can still yeah. be themselves, and then that that half an hour of the UK Championships defended at ICW this weekend is great because then they can sell more tickets potentially and mm. they know it's going to be on the WWE Network and most people who are in there are WWE fans as well. So it's all 
it's all the same pot. That's what mm. I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And you cannibalise in their audience because even if, like, say, two, three hundred people only subscribe to ICW On Demand, it's still an extra, like, couple of grand a month in their yeah. bank. And the same with Progress as well. Because like, cause I, so I support them both by doing that and it cost me a tenner in total I a know. month. And there's so much shit on there to watch and it's brilliant quality when you don't use Microsoft Edge. <laughs> and... um. So I would I would be sad to see that revenue stream go. Now if they're paying them twenty grand a year to use it and it's five grand more than they, what they would have yeah. got through their on demand, fair enough. And these guys are smart business guys as well, so they're not going to just do it for the sake of do- yeah. being in bed with WWE. But I don't know. I think WWE at the moment to me is very 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 uncool, and the Alexa Bliss segment proved it. They're very very uncool to me. Like, it's for children, it's not mm. for adults, and we've said this many a time. Now, Progress and ICW are for adults, and that's what's drawing me more to them, because it's like, this is an alternative thing that I can watch that is all based on in-ring performance and being an adult. Mm. Whereas WWE is the grand scale of things, and the matches, when there is a good match, it really shocks you, because mm. it's like, oh my god, they've really gone for this. Um Yes. Fucking vape pens leaking again. Oh um, no! It's all the time. But the um, I don't know. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Are you asked about it going on, or do you think it's a good move? I'm suspicious of it. I can't help but be suspicious of it. I think that it is. I think it is. A, oh, I don't know really. I really, really don't know. Um, I think if you can, if you can build up a product that's so successful yourself. I don't know how much WWE can add to them. I, d- I don't know how much of a difference WWE can make to say Progress, who sell out their shows within a couple of hours. It, you know, if that, like, they already do absolute gangbusters. Yeah. You know, they're doing so well. They're booking amazing talent. For me, I, I'm I'm a bit un- I'm a bit unsure of what's what's in it for them. It'd have to be a yeah. lot of money. It's yeah. got to be a big money deal for them. Um. And then I'm a bit like, well, is the thing that's in it for WWE the fact that they might get more people to join the WWE network? They can, or they can take the talent from Progress and ICW and not feel so bad about it and not have to pay them, pay them through the arse to get them out of a contract, say. They can say, we want to bypass your contract shit so we don't have to keep buying people out of yeah. contracts, which costs us a lot. Um and you're almost like another brand for us in a weird way. So it's like NXT and you're almost like a feed school for the main roster, yeah, which yeah. because we say, oh, this person came from ICW in the UK, you know, if they're on the main show, then you, you get in, you raise an awareness of them because people go, oh shit, like Noam Dar, you know, yeah. uh, Nikki Cross, you know, all these people came from ICW. So then you start thinking about, oh, maybe I should watch ICW. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. It's, it is, it does sound like a very very mutually beneficial <coughs> agreement but i can't help but be suspicious i don't know um and i don't yeah. think i think icw it's it i think it's better for icw in a way i do i think they probably need it a little bit more than progress but icw are the ones that are quite vulnerable because they 
swear a lot and they say unsavory things and I don't know whether they'll have to tone that down and when I say ICW needs it more I think what I mean is that they do a lot more live shows that they could sell a lot more tickets to yeah yeah so they could yeah. be sold out at every show so it yeah. could potentially shift a load of tickets whereas Progress don't do as many shows and sell them out and don't go to as many places so I don't know maybe Progress could start touring more or or whatever you know maybe for yeah. them it's a case of well we can do more cities and we can sell them all out well i think progress announcing a show in new york um mm. is a big thing uh, and probably off the back of this if yeah. i'm being honest now the thing that i'm worried about is that we love icw in progress because of the people that are on it and the way it's run now if they're on the network are they gonna feel the need to start sending people back so for example noam dar is and we'll talk about this on ICW as well, but Noam Dar is performing at Shug's House Party. Yeah. So that makes sense because Noam Dar came from there and he got a massive pop if you have a look at the YouTube and he's going back and performing and being part of his old tag team in that. Now, <clears throat> are they going to do more of that though? So is it fear and loathing? Is Joe Coffey going to defend his heavyweight title against Dolph Ziggler? Yeah. For example. And that's the shit that I don't want to see. I don't want to see WWE guys go against ICW guys. I don't want to see it because you know who's going over nine times out of ten. Yeah. And it ain't the ICW guys if it's going to go on the network. It's very true. I know. But ICW are great because, like, Kurt Angle lost, the Dudleys lost, you know, Ricochet loses. It's, that's you know they're putting over them their own guys which is great and that's what i'm i'm a bit mm, about like the whole finn balor thing turning up and stuff like that that's great because he wasn't an in-ring performer yeah. he was a commissioner now kevin nash you know he can bring out the rest of the nwo to help him out if he needs to which will be a big pop yeah now what i don't want to see is like oh icw are having this massive arena event so let's send john cena <laughs> and things like that, which which is not going to happen. It's never going to happen. And there's certain wrestlers that would get away with turning up, mm-hmm. like your Triple H's, like your Seth yeah. Rollins, like Kevin Owens. You know, these people who have been in that system, Triple H hasn't been in that system, but the other guys have. You know, Daniel Bryan turning up, that could be something cool. But then you muddy the waters and it becomes the same brand. It becomes the same product. And I ain't watching it because it's WWE. That's why I'm watching it, because it's not. Mm. So that's that's what I'm struggling with. Yeah. I think, well, we'll see. I mean, only time will tell as to how how it's going to work and what the fuck's going to become of ICW and progress as a result of it. So hopefully they do it right. So I'm on to my last news story. Okay. Then we've reached the end of the news, if you could bloody believe Is it. Is it about Dolph Ziggler? It's not about Dolph Ziggler. I've not brought that on. Do you want it on? It's a bit shit, isn't it? It's a bit shit. I think I was gonna put it on, but I decided not to. Yeah, because I couldn't quite, di- I couldn't quite fathom what the fuck it was. Oh, it was just, it, just I, some I'd, fucking. Addy had shagged her. In the past, yeah, apparently. Right. And then, and then she, 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 but she, she got annoyed because they were supposed to go out for a drink, and then he, he flaked out. Wow. It's just it's like just some YouTube slag basically. i know well the latest story on her is the fact that she's done another video saying how much she hates wwe fans because of all center death threats now as a result of it oh death threats is a bit much a bit much um so i'm gonna move on to my next news story go for it five star wrestling 128 man tournament postponed this isn't a wwe story this is a general wrestling story um so five star wrestling promotion out of the uk announced they were going to offer cm punk million dollars to wrestle in an upcoming 128 man tournament this made the news the world over the fact that they were offering him this money they were very public about it however 
things have changed. Tournament's been postponed to February 2018 with an explanation of security after the Manchester bombings on May 22nd. However, according to F. 4W online, it's believed that there are other reasons for the postponement, including the company just trying to rip people off. Several wrestlers have taken to Twitter to complain about the issue. Will Ospreay said on Twitter, email about shows being cancelled, absolutely furious isn't even the words. Not for me, but for the others. Can't wait for the excuse. El Laguero said, due to the cancellation of Firestar Wrestling, I now have next Saturday, 10th of June, available for any bookings. Any retweets are appreciated. Joe Joe Coffey, I've lost out on more money in six months of 2017 than I have my whole eight years wrestling, and it's supposed to be a revival. So. (coughs) Interesting. There was a few other people that I saw as well. Eston Reese. Yeah. Commented on it. Zach Gibson commented on it. It just seems fucking ridiculous. Like... To say to say that it's a security issue, I think, is a cop out. I think they just saw they saw an opening and thought, no, we'll postpone this. And the thing is, like people who have bought tickets, so they've re they've basically renegotiated. And to be honest, the it's got to have cost them money because the the arenas will have been selling tickets for this and been ready for it because it was in like two weeks. I know, yeah. And now they've got they can't put anything on that night. They can't put anything on that night. So they'll lose any deposit. I I presume you'd have to put some sort of deposit down on a massive venue like that. I would have thought so. If you do, as I say, if you change it, you're screwed. Um, So yeah, they'll have lost massive amount of money. But I saw that they are automatically sending out people replacement tickets, but they are saying that they can get a full refund. Yeah, they are, but the ticket sales were awful <laughs> as well. But the, the th- it's, that's not the that's not the problem. The issue isn't isn't the punters who are buying tickets because you're never going to screw them over because mm. they're the ones. It is the wrestlers. So the wrestlers who have say say the one who who was maybe Joe Coffey was booked on every show. Mm. Would they be in a tournament? A yeah, few of them will have done yeah. multiple shows. Would have done multiple shows. So if he if he's lost out on arena pay for 15 shows over a two-month period, he's like, oh, fuck, what the fuck am I going to do now? Yeah, exactly, because you can't just jump on someone else's card that easily. No. I mean, you, if you're someone like Will Ospreay, hence why you said I'm not worried about myself, if you're someone like Will Ospreay, you can. I don't even know if Will, Will Ospreay was in it. Was he not? But there's so many people have been like, the, these guys are flaky, they're really shady. Like when I, I think um, Johnny Mundo came out and said because he was supposed to be on it yeah, as well, yeah, he's and on. said and said these guys are shady. Like Shit. it's not, it's not a legit, it's not a legit promotion. It's some millionaires that are just booking arenas out and booking talent and just saying go for it. Mm. Like they're not a promotion. Like for, for them, for the article to say UK based promotion is ridiculous because it's not. No. It's so suspect. I just yeah, it's just it's super shady. It's yeah. super shady, and that's what makes because I I was like the tickets are fifteen quid. Let's mm. go. Yeah, let's I go know. to it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if Punk was on it. Like, let's go. Jesus, fuck, of fuck course. It. Let's go and see it. And Manchester was the last date, so that mm. was the final. Yeah. So let's go and see who wins the who wins the tournament. Fuck it. Now I'm like fuck those guys, because they're who who's to say that in February they won't push it back to June mm. again. Because they're obviously not a promotion. They're just there to make money. Yeah. They're doing it to make some money. So they think, right, we've got millions and millions and millions. How do we make an extra couple of million each? Oh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll put an arena show on with wrestling. Mm. And we'll charge really low prices for tickets. But then people will come to it. Yeah. Because of these stars that we're booking. And they'll they'll book the stars and they'll say like, oh, well, you, you know, arena shows. People like Johnny Mundo will probably get a decent payday out of it. CM Punk got offered a million dollars. 
Yeah, someone else got offered it. a million fucking dollars, though. Ryback won it. Bischoff got got offered a million fucking dollars to be at this. What the fuck's he doing? But it's a bit like, how much... You, you, got, you guys haven't got that much money to do this. Like, there's, there's no way on this earth that an unknown, relatively unknown promotion... One, you're not going to see... WWE aren't selling out. No. You're not going to sell out. The tickets are cheap. Yeah. And you've not got the fucking money to be throwing around. How many men? 100 and... What 100, 128 128 men. men. You've, all got, you've got to pay them all. You're offering to pay a million to CM Punk, a million to fucking Eric Bischoff. And Ryback. And Ryback. Three million fucking dollars. Yeah. Are you and kidding Ra- me? Ryback came out on his podcast, like... And I saw this as a news story of him, of him saying they're fucking shady people. That's really? why I said fuck off. Because he said, so he went back to him and said, I'll do it. I'll do your entire 15-day or whatever it is tournament if you pay me the million dollars up front. Mm. Because, they were, because they were so shady with him. Of course. Now, that's that's bad because if, t- if he just didn't turn up, well, they would have sued him. But yeah. they refused to pay him anything up front. So he was like, well, I'm not doing it for you then because because that's not how I work. No. If people book me, they pay me up front. Mm. And if I don't turn up, then it'll, it's like a PayPal account. So they basically get it back straight yeah. away. So, you know, it, it, it's just ridiculous and that I would I would avoid it with a... I'd avoid it like the plague. Now let's move away from the news. Is that everything? Everything. I think we've said enough on each of those. I think we've rinsed them. Rinsed them. Rinsed those rinsed topics, them. indeed. Let's let's rinse some predictions then, shall we? Um, so, like I said before, d- talking about this more of the the context than who's probably going to win. Still going to give that, but mm-hmm. um, so for Extreme Rules tonight, and I don't know if it's the kickoff match or not, but we start off with Rich Swan. And Sasha Banks against Noam Dar and Alicia Fox. Wow. I mean, what happened to Sasha Banks? What's what's she done? <laughs> what's the know. woman done to be know. in this? Well, because she's not in the women's title picture, they don't know what to do with her, so mm. it's kind of thrown her onto Zero Five Live. I mean, in a way, it's it's kind of good for um, Alicia Fox because it's made her a bit more than a valet because they can have a mixed tag yeah so at least she's not just coming out doing fuck all because yeah. i think she's a pretty good wrestler yeah yeah she was so she was you know it's it, it's good for alicia fox and i think it does get eyeballs onto 205 because is this kickoff did you say um i, I think it is it doesn't say it's the kickoff match but, okay but i think it i think it probably will be i would have thought so yeah i think that there's a lot of people who love sasha banks like she's got a big fan base yeah so i mean Maybe they're thinking, you know, the that effect of trying to bring o- over some sort of like more fans, more chill chat, like kid fans to two oh five, yeah, um, and more like women who watch it perhaps because there's no obviously no females in it. No. Um. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I mean, as for who wins, it's inconsequential. I, I don't really give a shit. I imagine it's probably going to be Sasha Banks and Thingamajiggy. Is it? Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Yeah. Why do I always go for a different name? Rich. Yeah, I imagine it's going to be those two, but. Depends how long they want to carry this on, whoever they want to turn it into a rivalry. And if they do, then I would say it's probably uh, Noam Dar and Alicia Fox who would win. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be uh, a bit more of a shocking one. I'm pulling for Noam Dar for obvious reasons. Obviously, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not that fussed about it. And wow. there's two, <coughs> interesting enough, there's two 205 live matches on Raw's pay-per-view. Wow. Which is, I think, another reason why Raw's not been the best, because they're not giving everybody... 
on the actual show a decent amount of time. No. Um, <clears throat> so next we get the next 205 Live match, which is for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. And if you've not been guessing, if you've not been watching, you could probably guess what the match is. And it's Neville versus Austin Aries uh, in a submission match. So I like watching these two work. Like, mm. Don't get me wrong, I do really like it. But there's a time when it starts getting a bit stale, and I feel like this has got to be the end. They've got to put a stop to it. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like this has got to be it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because just a, a week or so ago, I was saying I really like this, and I don't see what else these two guys can do within this division apart from go against each other, or else you know they drop down like even further. Yeah. You know, unless they're going to spin out of two o five and become singles competitors outside of the 205 tournament, then I kind of see it as they've got to go against each other. That being said, it does get boring. And they're very good, and they're they're awfully good at selling. And I do care about, like, the pair of them. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think they've got to do something a bit different. I think something's got to happen if they want to carry it on. Or, like you say, it's got to finish. Yeah. I think think if if, if, uh, Aries wins the belt, I think that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. And we and then Neville comes comes back over to Raw, yeah, as evil Neville, yeah, which is good. I can see them both becoming singles <coughs> competitors. Yeah, it's just busy at the moment, yeah. so it's tough because you know at least in two hundred five live they're they're safe. Yeah, they've they're got safe they've got right a now. Spot, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's weird because like um, they're, they're doing two hundred five live seems to be doing crossovers with everybody, so they do it every Tuesday with SmackDown, yeah. obviously. Uh, they're on Raw as well. They're on NXT, some of the stars. So it's a bit mad, like they're all over the place. Mm. Um, I think they're being spread a bit thin rather than like concisely having it as its own brand. Because at the moment it's not its own brand, it's just 205 Live yeah. that they're putting on. Uh, and I love it. I love 205 Live, don't get me wrong. I'm a massive fan of it. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see them give them a little bit more. And, and, and that's not necessarily give them a bit more as in put them on Raw more or SmackDown more because you can't because they're already on it tons. <clears throat> they're not on SmackDown at all, but it's because they've got that two or five live after it. I think start booking some shows, some two or five shows and have them in smaller venues mm. and just have them as a bit of a touring brand, get them a bit more, you know. Yeah, get some local talent on there when they go. Yeah, yeah I think 100%. I think they could have another 205 tournament like another yeah. cruiserweight tournament uh, again and open yeah. it up to indie stars to come and do it and i yeah, know yeah. that that's i think they could i just think they could and get yeah. the winner to when, when was the last one because they should do it annually it was about a year ago wasn't it or yeah they it should they should do the longer. cruiserweight classic like annually yeah i agree just, I to, agree. just to freshen it up a bit mm. and have a bit more bit more stars into it but if you're not going to tour with them then it's it's a bit of a moot point because, like, I think they're touring with the Raw. I think I, I don't know. I think they're touring with the with the SmackDown brand, right. but then there's the odd one that's on a Raw one as well, and it's okay. it's just weird. It's like they're just they're just sort of put in there as like an afterthought. Yeah, and this will be doomed to fail if they if they consider it as an afterthought. So true. Um, it ha- it's how how much do you want to do you want to go for it? I mean, my thing is is again like i always go to is the merchandise like why haven't these guys got t-shirts like perkins has not didn't really have a t-shirt he's just got that nerds one hasn't he? which was weird and then neville neville's got his old one but he's not had a t-shirt for ages austin aries has not had a t-shirt for ages they were selling his shirt off on sale like for sale so why why don't they have t-shirts like to sell 
And the same with the UK guys. Why isn't there a WWE UK shirt for Pete Dunne and for Tyler Bate and it's for mad, Trent Seven? It? It's, it's, it's mental. Because I think they're just leaving money on the table by doing that. I do. I don't think they'd sell massively, but they don't need to. But yeah, anyway. Um, I think Aries goes over in that one. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. I don't know, actually. No? Mm. It's not as cut and dry as probably some of them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure about that one. Yep. So, next, we've got Intercontinental Championship match, Ambrose against Miz. The title changes hands on a disqualification. So, if, so they've been building up to this for a while. If Ambrose gets disqualified, Miz is your new champion. I couldn't care less. I this. I don't really care. I think that. Hmm. I don't think they'll give it Miz. Um. Yeah. No. I don't think they'll give it Miz. No. I think they should, but I don't know whether there's just too many heels with belts at the moment. I'm trying to think. Well, uh, I mean, I don't suppose if it they matters. give it if they give it to the Miz, then the Miz can start like welcoming the newbies. Mm. And start gearing them up for He's things. He's better to have it, I think. Yeah, because like I, I've become very, very indifferent towards Ambrose now, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sick of the shtick. <coughs> yeah, like it's it just doesn't. Kind of lame, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. He's not. He used to be really cool. Like it used to be a cool gimmick. And when he was in that WWE title mix, then it was quite cool. But now it just comes across as lame. Like, it, it just comes across as lame. And it's not his fault. It's Ryder's fault. Um, but I, th- I think Miz should go over in this and he should win clean. And then Ambrose can then move on to a rivalry with somebody. Yeah. Like like a Bray Wyatt again or, mm. you know, something like that. I mean, I think Balor and Bray are the ones who are going to rival next. But like a Samoa Joe, like, you know, d- d- or Seth Rollins. Yeah. Even like that's that's a decent. I mean, I, I think Ambrose Joe is probably what the next rivalry is going to be. Yeah, <clears throat> I reckon it will be. It just makes too much sense. So I'm saying Miz goes over. I I think that's the result I'd prefer to happen. I yeah. think he's good with a belt because he's a good. He's, he is a yeah. good heel. Yeah, yeah, and he's you know mega cocky giving the belt, and it's just extra heat, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'd like to happen. Um, I missed one out. Oh, really? Raw women's title match. Kendo sticking a pole. I feel like we've talked about this a lot. Um, so I don't think Bailey's getting that yet. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think they. They think much of Bailey. No, I don't. I, nah, I think they gave the fans what they wanted. I think they're just so hot on Alexa Bliss at the moment that it's just not the right. I think they will eventually give the title back to Bailey. But I think it would need to be a little longer for Bliss to get a bit more yeah. heat. And that was the whole point of the disastrous This Is Your Life thing, to make a really heinous, you know, yeah. and it, it backfired. So it wasn't even, you know, like broadcastable on their own YouTube. Um, but I think they want to build her into like a Miz-esque heel with yeah, the belt yeah. for a while. Yeah. And yeah. then it'll be extra super sweet, whoever takes it off her. Whether that is, you know, I think it probably will be Bailey because I think she is still the strongest face you've got because they're not doing anything with Sasha now. Um, yeah. Charlotte's weirdly turned face on SmackDown, but I mean, she's on SmackDown. So in terms of Raw, you've not. Who else? Like, and this is a serious question. Who else on Raw is there? Well, that's it. I mean, Nia Jax is a big like heel, isn't she? So you've just got Banks, Bailey. Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Really? That's I mean, it, I mean, isn't it? I'm sure there's more, but I, they don't come to mind. 
Well, I don't think they use them. No. They don't use them awfully well, do they? Who else is on there? Apart from Alicia Fox. Who else? There must be. There must be. What about um, Summer Rae? Emma. Emma as well. Yeah, Dana Brooke. Oh shit, of course, Dana Brooke. They don't use them, do they? No, they really don't. Jesus Christ, for me to forget like that. I think they're planning on some something with Emma soon, from what I've seen. I think they're planning her, because I think she was out again with injury, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was. She's coming back as Emmalina again. Oh, fucking hell, hope not. Um, but I think she's coming back soon. Yeah. But she's another massive heel. They can't turn her face, because that'd be a disaster, because she's yeah. a great heel. What yeah. heels? Lots and lots of strong heels and like the faces. All you've got, you, if you if you're stealing banks for two oh five, then you've just got Bailey and Dana yeah, Brooke. Yeah. And Dana Brooke was a better fucking heel again. Well, after this, Sasha Banks won't be on two oh five anymore. Do you not reckon? No, it's just it's just we need Sasha Banks on the show. Yeah. So what's the way we put them on? All yeah. oh, right, let's just let's let's just throw her in there with Rich Swan and just say that they're together. I just I can't get away from the fact that I think they're going to keep. Um, teaming Sasha Banks with Bailey and Nia and Alexa in yeah. like tag tag team tag yeah, matches. Yeah, that, that's probably going to be the next pay-per-view mm. match. The tag tag team yeah. match. Um, which, God. And then you can do somewhere. Dana Brooke, Emma, perhaps as a second yeah, yeah. second Raw match. Because that's what they wanted to do, didn't they? They wanted to yeah. do Dana Brooke versus Emma. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, such a shame though. Um, okay, so next steel cage match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. It's Hardy Boys against Sheamus and Cesaro. We know Jeff's coming off the top of that cage. Absolutely, I can't wait to see this. Uh, Hardy's retain. It's not the the only way to split them up and to have them drop the belts now is if broke if the broken gimmicks turning up. And now the. They've alluded to the broken gimmick with their new T-shirt. Mm. So the Hardy's new T-shirt is like the most exquisite tag team. So the, 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 they're hinting at it. Yeah. They're, they're forever hinting at it. But I don't think extreme rules is when you do it. I think it's it's SummerSlam. Agreed. I think SummerSlam Agreed. is when they turn. They, they could even turn on each other and they do the deletion thing. Oh, like, so good if they But in do WWE. That. I hope they can. Because it'll be Matt. I think it'll be Matt versus Jeff in that. In a massive marquee role, mm. um, Jeff could even win like the Intercontinental title at some point, and they yeah. can do it for that. I would even go as far as to say the Universal title because Jeff's been the champion before, mm. so he can definitely do that again. Um, and then they do like the final deletion thing in WWE, yeah. And TNA can be even more arse sore about it. <laughs> um, but now's not the time to do it. The Hardy Boys retain, I think, on that one. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. So we come to the main event. Gosh, it doesn't seem like a lot of matches that no, really, does it? No, not really. Not really. I think it's a two-hour. I okay. don't think they're going to do a three-hour yeah. thing. Uh, if they do, they're going to be some long-ass matches. Uh, it's the Fatal Five-Way. This is probably going to be about an hour long, this. Do you reckon? 45 minutes, I think. Yeah. yeah it's going to take... I think the whole thing, start to finish, will take up the last hour of the show. Um, it is the most interesting one for me, this one. Really? Yes. See, I don't agree, but we'll we'll get into that. Mm. Um, so, fatal five way to crown number one contender for the Universal Championship, which will go against Brock Lesnar at goodness gracious, grey balls of fire. Me, is that after SummerSlam? Goodness I think gracious. it's before. Okay, I think it's before. I think it's the next Raw. Because I was going to say, like, if it was after SummerSlam, it's like that's a long ass time to be waiting for that bloody <coughs> title to be defended. Well, well, they would have done it at SummerSlam then. If, if mm. they, like, there's no way Brock Lesnar's not going to be on SummerSlam. Yeah. No way. 
because SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, um, Survivor Series, maybe WrestleMania. There, Brock Lesnar's contract. So. It suggests to me already that whoever wins this isn't winning against Brock. At goodness gracious, great balls of fire, or whatever the fuck it's called, and that he's yeah. coming back for SummerSlam, and then someone else wins it. Yeah. So I think this is I a agree. fucking moot point. Whoever fucking wins I it. I agree. I agree. So it's it's not going to be Roman Reigns because they want him to go against him at SummerSlam. So it's going to be Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. So who is being fed to the beast out of these? So you got Rawlins, you got Joe, you got Ballot, and you got Wyatt. There's only one name that comes out of that that's going to get fed to him, and it's Finn Balor. Do you think it's going to be Finn? I think Finn's going to go over in this match, and we're going to all pop, and we're going to go, "Oh my God, yes, Finn Balor's won." He's got, but he's going to get fed to him. Yeah, he's there's get no fed way. To him there's no great way. Balls of fire. He's going to get take the belt. And Roman Reigns is going to be the one who goes into SummerSlam. Like, like Finn, Finn's not beating beating Brock Lesnar. No, like no. any any day of the week, it's it's just not going to happen. That's why I don't. I can't see that being the him being the winner. Do you think it's think it's somebody else then? Mm. Who do you think? I don't think it's Joe. Although no. I don't know, actually, it could be Joe. Um, no, I, I, I don't think they do that because they want to. I think they want Joe back for. See, the thing is, is they've they've already hinted at rivalries mm. between these people, and it is Rawlins against Joe, and it's Finn against Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So that's the rivalries that they've they've already they've already put in motion. Yeah. So that's going to happen. So. That just does leave Roman Reigns. Now, Roman Reigns can go against him at Great Balls of Fire and again at SummerSlam because that's just what they want to do. That's, mm. They love doing that. Um, I just can't... I think... And I know I say this all the time, but if they're doing the injury bit again with Reigns, where mm. he's all taped up and he beats five, four of the guys, I, know. I think it's it's such bullshit... But yeah, I, I, I think Finn wins it and he goes against Brock at Grey Balls of Fire and gets squashed. Like, like not even... I, 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 if that if that happens, it'll people will go fucking crazy. But I think Finn wins it, he goes against it at Grey Balls of Fire and he and he loses at Grey Balls of Fire. And then, mm. So then that sets up the SummerSlam match between um, Ro- Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. That's, that's what I think. That's yeah. what I think is going to happen. But it's whether or not they want to pull the trigger on it early with the with the other rivalry. So Seth and Joe, I think, in this match will take each other out. Yeah. And they'll be brawling into the back. I think Bray, they could say the same for Bray and Finn as well. And then what, what I don't want to happen is for somebody like Finn to take the pinfall, which is what I can see happening. Mm. I can see Finn taking the pinfall and then it's like, oh, God. Roman Reigns wins again, injured. I don't, I don't know. I just I think this is. I I I'm not up for this card remotely. And I know you said like before we started this, we're probably going to stay up and watch this, mm-hmm. and we are probably going to stay up and watch it, um, and do some reaction videos, probably filming on my phone, and yeah, you know, just guessing when the ending is going to be and do that. So if you want to check them out on YouTube, you can do. But I, I just, I'm not up for this card. I'm not up for this card. And the reason why is because I've got fucking two more days of progress to watch. I know. Super Strong Style to watch, which I fucking love. Yeah, it's Like, really I was giving cool. you a headache by the amount that I was screaming. You were, yes. It's because really it was, cool. aw- it's awesome. It's really true. Fucking awesome. I'm I just know. not up for this. And I want to watch ICW more as well. Because it's the, the London ICW show. 
Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going for Finn because I think they want to. F- I think they want to have the because de- because is the demon going to turn up at this? I think it's time that the demon showed up. See, I d- I don't think he is because the reason why I don't think he is is because I think they would have made more of a deal of it. Mm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm really not sure. I just. I think it's interesting what they're going to do with this. There is a big part of me that thinks they are just going to go for the straightforward Roman Reigns wins. Roman Reigns wins the two rivalries that ha- carry happen. So yeah. Reigns goes against Brock, loses, goes against him, wins. Yeah. So the, there is that in my head where, I, and there was an article I didn't click into before, but that was the headline was why Roman Reigns can never win at Extreme Rules. And I'm okay. sure it will have gone into why I didn't read it, but. I yeah. I don't know. I think that they they are that bold to just have him win. Yeah. No, I I think so as well. The, the rivalries that they've got outstanding, you know, off of the back of it. You know, if Seth, if it is Seth Joe, if it is Balor Wyatt, then they can just get on with them straight away, can't they? Yeah, and and and, I, and there's a part of me that just wants them to because I I. I and again, we've said this before. I don't think ill of him as a person. I think he's a top guy. Mm, he's a nice I, guy. I think he's a really nice guy, Reigns. I really do. But I don't want to watch him. I don't want to watch him. Well, then, in a way, it works. It does work out that he wins. He wins tonight, and it gets him out of the way. So it gets him on a rivalry with Brock Lesnar that we know is inevitably going to turn into SummerSlam. He wins or whatever because um, he needs to get that belt off Brock. Do you know what would be hilarious? What's that? And uh, this is a proper schmarky arsehole thing to do. But let's say Roman Reigns does win. Mm-hmm. And we fast forward to Great Balls of Fire and he's on it. We put up a reaction video to Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar. And we're there and, it, and we can see it on the screen. And I just turn it on and just change the channel. <laughs> so it turns back, progress is on. And just go. Yeah. Thumbs up. There you go. That's my reaction to that. Because I don't want to see it again. But anyway. It's, I think that... For the good of the others in that match, I, I think Roman Reigns is probably the one who should win and he should go into a thing with Lesnar for a few months because we know how it's going to end. So why drag anybody else into it Yeah, as a bit of a pawn in the game? You know, let them have some meaningful rivalries. I'd love to see Balor Wyatt. That'll be amazing. Yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, be really if they good. do save the demon for when them two come together at SummerSlam, for example, if they want to leave it I, I, I imagine it's going to be a great, great balls, balls of fire, fire thing yeah. um, just yeah. purely on the title of the show but yeah. yeah I don't know I just think that I want to see that and I like Joe and Rawlins yeah. and I want to see those guys go you know have a decent amount of time I don't want a distraction in the form of you know you're gonna get squashed by Lesnar in another fucking four weeks time so we've got to wait for that to happen and yeah. we know it's happening and then we got to wait and we know Reigns is going to end up winning the belt of course he is dying to do it and they've put it off you know because the fans disliked him so much and yeah. I wouldn't say they've turned a corner but I think they've won over enough people now to do what they wanted to do with him two years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. so yeah. they can just get on with it just get on with it do it it's going to happen so yeah. just get him out the fucking way onto with, with Lesnar because I don't give a shit about a Lesnar rivalry because he's not there enough. No. It doesn't mean anything. No. It doesn't mean anything to him, Lesnar, as a person. It doesn't mean anything to the final outcome of, of anything. Once Lesnar disappears off into the sunset again, that person who he's gone against is just left with fuck all. Yeah. Just absolutely fuck all. So, yeah. I'm rooting for Reigns. 
I'm actually You're rooting root- for I'm Reigns. actually rooting for Reigns to win this because I don't want the others to get dragged into what is going to be the Roman <clears throat> Reigns show anyway. It's a very, very, very good point. <sighs> I know it's tough. But you know I'm right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you're right. You know I'm right. I, know, I know you're right. So we've got to cheer for him tonight. Fuck that. I'm going to cheer for Reigns tonight. No way. I I'm am. not cheering for him. It's not happening. It's not happening. I. This is what I think is going to happen. I think Balor's winning. I think he's I think he's coming out as a demon. Mm. If he doesn't come out as a demon, then he's losing. If he comes out as a demon, he's winning. Then he loses a great ball of fire. Or great balls of fire. Mm. To Blesner as the demon. And then it's then it then SummerSlam is your Bray Wyatt Finn Balor rivalry. I think Wyatt will cost it him. Yeah, yeah, that, th- yeah. That'd be that would be perfect. And that then works out quite well. Yeah, because it's just a see. This is the, I think this is the thing that um, we've got to start. When, when I say we, I mean like me, because I don't know if you, without asking you, I don't know if you think like this. Ask me. But, but you say, like, you know, again, going back to, like, the progress and the ICW thing, yeah. whereas, like, wins and losses don't matter on that show. Like, no, you know, especially, really especially ICW. So, you know, somebody can lose and then they, the, the winner leaves and then the loser's left in the ring and then a storyline continues with the loser in yeah. the ring. That's yeah. happened so many times. We've seen it so many times. So it doesn't matter. So the whole thing of, like, hating on Reigns and all that sort of stuff, like... Should, are we are we are we gonna? I think personally because I'm struggling with WWE at the moment. Yes. And I'm struggling to keep my attention, and a lot of it is because it's not as accessible. You know, to watch Raw and SmackDown, I'd have to stay up till daft o'clock. Um, to watch pay per views, we have to stay up till daft o'clock. Whereas yep. with with the other shows, because the UK ones, we can watch them mm. through the night. Um, I'm putting too much of an emphasis on Roman Reigns winning. Like, does it matter? Like this is because, like you saying, like we should be cheering for Roman Reigns to get him out of the way, really. Mm-hmm. So to get him out of the way, so we can see Bray versus Balor. Yeah. So we can see Joe versus Rollins. Like, do we need this guy out of the way? And the and the and the pay per view, the main event, the Universal, because like anything, like when we when we bitch about fucking Orton saying, "Oh, he's twelve time champion." It's like, well, no, it don't fucking matter. But then, but then on the flip side, I, I'm like. Well, fucking Balor should be the champion. I know. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it's a bit, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing myself a disservice there. But I thought it was a, an interesting thought that just came into my head. Like, am I saying, oh, you know, I'm fucking bored of Reigns, blah, blah 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 blah, and all this sort of stuff? He's not there for me, so mm-hmm. I don't have to give a shit about what he's doing. So, is the other elements of the show? So, do we want to see Finn Balor go against? Brock Lesnar and get tanked. Do we want to see Joe or Rawlins or Bray go against Brock Lesnar and get tanked? The answer is no. Mm. So Reigns needs to win yeah. tonight. Yeah, he really does. I think that the, the, I could be very wrong here, but if if I'm going on my purely on my opinion, yeah. so it's it, this might piss people off. I'm sure it will. There is an emphasis for me always in WWE that isn't there for ICW and Progress on who wins and who gets belts, who's the last yeah. man standing at the end while all the crowd's on their feet. It, it matters. And I think the reason for that is because the in-ring product doesn't deliver that often. It's not okay, enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Point, enough. Yeah. So a lot of emphasis comes to who's going to win because what they do in the ring, sometimes it's spectacular. Please don't get me wrong. It's great. A lot of the time it's just meh. 
Yeah. So then, of course, you are then. It, it is about the win. Who's going to get the win? Because the yeah. match itself isn't entertaining enough. So then you start getting really hung up, or I do. I get very hung up in WWE and NXT to some extent because the NXT TakeOver Orlando tag team match was almost ruined because of the pain one. But that match was amazing. Yeah. But that's as close as it got for me to be like, do you know what? The outcome, whatever. I don't really give a shit. And NXT do it better. So I, I do tend to like enjoy the match. Yeah. And, get, yeah, and, and yeah. the outcome is a bit of an afterthought. Yeah. But even that isn't how I feel in, in the sense of ICW and progress, where seriously, if you ask me after I've watched a show who's won, I might not even be able to tell you. Yeah. But I can tell yeah. you about certain spots in the match and tell totally. you about the match and about yeah, yeah. how people are and how the crowd are at certain points. Yeah. I don't care about it because so, some like I, I just find that more effort goes into people coming out interacting with the crowd and actually what goes on in the ring throughout it the story is it's, again it's telling a story and the, yeah I, and i think wwe i do think it's a problem that they've got rather than me because right. icw and progress and nxt the majority of the time prove that i'm not solely focused on who wins yeah yeah i am in wwe on the main show i am the winner means a lot I think that's because they've made the winner mean a lot, though. Do you think? Yeah, because because of the way it happens. So they they book they book strong talent against enhancement talent mm. that you know they're going to squash pretty quick. Yeah. So I I feel like when when I sit down and watch an, a show that isn't ICW uh, isn't WWE, sorry, I feel like every every wrestler on that show is on a level playing field, mm. and it doesn't matter what position they're on. And it doesn't matter what happens in the match. Yeah. They don't drop from that. So it's not like um, a hierarchy. Yeah. So because WWE is a weekly thing, and we see it twice a week, three times a week if you're watching NXT, you're constantly exposed to the hierarchy. Now, there is hierarchies within um, ICW in progress. There is the progress champion. There is the ICW heavyweight champion. Progress have recently just... <laughs> excuse you. Thank um, you. Have just... Um, have just introduced a women's belt as well. Mm. So there is there is hierarchies within them, but I feel like it doesn't matter who challenges for the belt. Mm. The next time that they come to a show, they're still on the same level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Does yeah. that sound a bit no, that's how I feel. I think there's yeah, I think we I think there's that then kind of makes you look again at WWE and how it's different in the sense that there's a lot of fucking people. And yeah. there aren't as many people. And and the people who do work for things like Progress and ICW are working for other promotions as well. Yeah, so they're not totally. Their whole career isn't riding on ICW that or progress. Do you think that's what it is then? Whereas in WWE, it is because they want to get to the top, and they all can, but they're all scrambling. And mm. the content people know that, and they make it so that it's a, a reward based. You know, grabbing the brass ring and all that stuff, and believe in yourself and all that jazz. I don't know. I think there's a lot of elements that go into how and why me personally, I feel very different when we're talking about a card. Because if me and you did a prediction for like Shug's house party. Yeah. There'd be a lot of me going, well, I, I don't I don't really care, but I think the match yeah, is going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah, 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 do you totally. Know what I, mean? I don't think I could do a predictions for that. I think I could talk about it. But predictions, yeah. I don't give a shit who wins anything. 
at all. Literally nothing. I don't care if titles change hands. Yeah. I'm not bothered. It's more about what are they going to do when they get in that ring. Yeah. How yeah. is that shit going to play out? One of the most interesting rivalries is the Joe Hendry Lionheart one. There's nothing on the line for that that I'm, that I can think of. No, there's not. Just honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and they've done that so well that it's like I don't care who wins. I'm really not bothered who wins that. But I'm, I cannot wait to see the shit they sling at each other. No, yeah, definitely. Because that shit seems personal and they've done a really good job. So, yeah, they have. There is a, I don't know, I think maybe there is a big high emphasis on win, like a win mentality in WWE. Yeah. That is about it, it matters who stood there at the end with that belt. Yeah, yeah. I think it does by the way it's shot and everything mm. like that. I think it does. And you, But I think the thing as well is uh, because there's so many six-man tags yeah and that's been a big criticism of of wwe recently is there's a lot of six-man tag main events holla 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 mm-hmm. which kind of deg- you know it's like well i know i know at the moment like these five guys are going against each other so they need to be against each other every week yeah for you to care about the fatal five way but even outside of it, it's like, well, Seth Rollins is facing Samoa Joe and Finn Balor's facing Br- Bray Wyatt. So let's have Seth Rollins' team with Finn Balor and they're against Samoa Joe and Bray Wyatt. It's like those two would never tag together. I know. So, it's just not thought through, is it, at all? No, not at all. So I think the, the whole thing that I'm feeling with this now is should I be thinking that wins and losses matter as much as um, we've been kind of been... And it's and I think it's of WWE's own making, mm. but I think psychologically I'm struggling with WWE, and I'm struggling because their weekly show has become a bit of an arduous task to watch. Yeah, and this is this is not me saying like fuck WWE because they do mate like they do all sorts of stuff for all sorts of different wrestling companies and fans, and mm. so this is just me. You know, you ha- it's that part of the year. It's that part of the year where Slump. you kind of want to back off a little bit mm. and you kind of want to read a few more books, <laughs> you know, which I've not done in ages, so I need to, I need to <laughs> read, read, some, more read, books. read some books. That's so funny. But the, um, I think... I, I think I'm going to start criticising the in-ring content more because, because that's what they're not doing well. Like I think the in-ring content is a bit stale, because mm. for, for you know for Tyler and Pete, like anybody could have won that, and it would have been, a, and there still would have been a standing ovation by the crowd. Like everything about it was just spot on to me. It was absolutely perfect, and I want more of that. Like why aren't they going? And you know when you see Tyler and and Pete on on Progress and ICW, they're not they're not having matches like that. No, that are that intense, but. They are still doing amazing stuff, like Tyler's, you know, match against uh, Pastor William Eva was great because it told a story mm. and um, he came out of that very strong for obvious reasons for anybody who knows what happens uh, at the weekend. But, and you know, Pete's obviously picking fans up and smacking that's just smacking fantastic. wrestlers with the fans which I is brilliant that. That is when, he, when he went up to thing. that guy and went pick me up yeah because oh, he was a massive dude sensational oh, it was so funny i think about that often i'm just like yeah. god that was just absolutely brilliant what showman leg drop <laughs> leg drop mate leg drop <laughs> drops him on him <laughs> like it's fucking, fucking brilliant. hilarious yeah it's so good the guy's a superstar <laughs> the guy's a superstar he could turn up on raw tomorrow yes but w- what i was going to say earlier then is so so because we watched day one and yes, spoilers if you've not seen day one of Super Strong Style 16. 
Um, so Flash Morgan Webster lost in the first round. Yes. But that doesn't mean to say I wouldn't believe him going against Pete Dunne for the title on the next show. It's so inconsequential. Yeah, totally. It's so... In- and, I, and I wish there was a little bit more of that. I don't know whether maybe there is. I don't know whether it is getting a bit more... The, the lines are getting blurred between, you know, like mid-card and upper tier. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. But the problem... I suppose the thing is, like I said before about the women... There's no reason for it to move at a glacial speed. Yeah. It yeah. can just change. They can literally yeah. shake it up and change it. It doesn't have to be a very tentative, oh, we'll try this, and then months yeah. and months roll by and they've tried something else. Yeah. It's like you can change this quickly, yeah. and that's what annoys me about it. It's like you can sort shit out. and it, You can make improvements constantly. Yeah. I know you've got stakeholders. I know you've got shareholders, whatever. I yeah. get it. I do get it. You don't want to take too many risks. Yeah. It's not about risks. You can see shit works on other promotions and you're yeah. the biggest one in there. People are not going to be upset with you for trying something. No. They're not. I mean, yeah, you try something with a, this is your life, but it's something you did before. So yeah, it's, yeah. And so again, it's not, it's you're focusing on things like something to try in a promo where you get an external people. Get focus on, on the in-ring. Just yeah. focus on that for a little while. And, and I mean, really focus on it because people will be saying, you know, listening to me going, well, it's gotten better. Yeah, it's gotten better. It could be better. Yeah. And there's no reason for it to move so fucking slowly and, no. and these improvements to happen so slowly. You're not going to shock us into not watching it if the rest, if the product no. gets better. Well, a, 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 to play devil's advocate then, the last thing that I'll say with this is, so... WWE's in-ring product isn't the best. Mm-mm. Is the reason why it's not the best is because they're performing every day, pretty much. <sighs> Maybe they have a couple of days off and then they're back on it again. Yeah. So with progress, obviously they you know did weekend and stuff, but they, they do a show once a month. Mm-hmm. ICW do shows at the weekends. So do the re- do those wrestlers that perform that sort of strong style? Yeah. Um, have a bit more time to recuperate before they have to go and do that again. Probably. That and that's that's probably a good uh, you know because obviously the matches that I've seen of of Fergal Devitt on ICW that I've gone back and watched are a lot s- stiffer than they are on WWE. Mm. Um, so are they protecting him a little bit with the in-ring content? So therefore, they have to pad the show out with talking and stuff like that. I think there's a lot that goes into this, there is. and it's it's like it's like the discussion of whether the Earth's flat. There's mm. no there's no real fact to prove it either way there isn't and i suppose that one no, of no, the no no there is <laughs> when the earth's flat no, the I earth was, is not I was fucking just, flat I was, I was not getting, i'm not getting into that shit <laughs> the earth again. is not flat bitches it's not flat it's, not. it's just not anyway but what I, what, I, what I was about to say then is the fact of we said fairly recently that the ratio of people injured in wwe to those on the indie scene who you hear about being injured and out so many more in yeah, wwe yeah. and there are so many more indie wrestlers collectively, yeah. and yet that like small, well, small-ish group of people get injured a lot more because, yeah, you're right. They are wrestling every single night. You've got to travel between venues, so they can't do mad shit. So yeah, I yeah. get it. I do get it, and, and and I think that that's a fair point that they can't do it if they want people like rawlins and finn balor to be working and these in these live events every night because people pay tickets because they want to see them yeah then they've got to stay safe constantly it can't yeah. be too rainy yeah it can't yeah. be crazy you know shane mcmahon can chuck himself off the top he didn't have to work the night after 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He didn't have to get in the ring. So, like, yeah, that's that's a really good point. I would argue that they should do less live shows because they're not filling them. No. They're not fucking... They're not selling them out. It, it costs a lot of money to put them on. I think they could halve them and, and do probably. a better product. Probably make more money. Give, give them one extra day off and just... Yeah, just so, do, so, so, so instead of two days better. off, you've got three days off. So you, so you work Monday, Tuesday... Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you go home, and then you do Saturday, Sunday, mm. Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, as a live event. Just gets the demand going as well. If you start, you know, yeah. like chopping, chopping the live thing. But because the thing is as well, like with the with the WWE UK tour, it's every arena mm. in the UK. Yeah. So they're pretty much in every big arena in the UK: Liverpool, Manchester. So if you chopped one of those shows off. But saying that, you know, do they fill them? I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's they mad, do. Sometimes, it? I mean, TV tapings tend to... Yeah, they you know, do. If they do a they Raw, do well. they're, they're all right. But the live shows, God, we just rocked up. Boy. Yeah, yeah. But even then, there were only like the back five rows of the top tier true. that weren't sold out. That's so true. all the ringside, all the lower tier, mm. and most of the upper tier, like 90% of the upper tier were sold just yeah. for a live event. It's true. So it it's 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 all swings around about. It is. It's crazy, and I yeah, and I'm massively oversimplifying of like just get better, <laughs> just yeah. be better. Yeah. But I know that there are loads of things that go into it. It's just frustrating yeah. when. I think if they did rein it back just a little, I think they could make all the difference if they made Raw two hours instead yeah. of three. It would make a massive amount of difference. It's tough for the people who get left out because people would get left out. You might get more fucking six-man tags if you want to include people, yeah. which would suck. But I don't know. I think there are cer- certain fixes to just improve the product and not risk people's health. Yeah, yeah, And totally. don't, people don't have to be on every Raw. I know if they're not working, they're not earning money. But again, the demand for people becomes even more increased. Yeah, well, hence, that's the whole the whole um uh algorithm behind Brock Lesnar. Mm. So because he's not there all the time, he becomes an attraction. Yeah, everyone loves him. It's yeah. like all is forgiven for anything he's done in the past or yeah. the fact that he's holding on to the title and he's not going to be coming back till Great Balls of Fire. I mean he's probably going to promote it before. Yeah, that, he'll be he'll be he'll be on raw before yeah, yeah. But you know, people don't care about that. They're not bothered because he's no. such it's such a showcase when he does come back it's so yeah. exciting for people that they'll forgive everything and the thing is as well is i don't think you have to like say le- if you left somebody off raw for a couple of weeks mm. they're still on the live events yeah so they're still working yeah you know i think i think they need to tighten they tighten the belt with everything i think they need to come up with t-shirt ideas for people who don't have them because it's just you're just leaving money on the table by not having a pete dunn uk championship t-shirt mm-hmm. i think you are I think some of the NXT guys, yeah, they most of them have got T-shirts, but like the two hundred five live guys, why haven't they got it? Because it's it sends a message to me. It sends a message that they don't give a shit. Mm. Like why has Sasha Banks had the same T-shirt like over and over again, just with the, the typography changed a little oh, bit? Yeah. So like just just think outside the box a tiny bit more. Just have a bit more thought about it. Yeah. You know. It all just seems as though they've got no time to think. That it's just too yeah. fast. Maybe, maybe too that's much right. Going on maybe you're right. It's too that. fast, and I'm, sh- I, you know, I'm sure if we had this discussion with like every like a person who worked in each department at WWE, be like, you know what, we'd love to have a bit of time to just think 
but yeah. we fucking can't. We're working constantly yeah. and we're writing constantly or we're booking constantly or we're training constantly. It's not something we can invest the time in. If you give yeah. us six weeks to, to do nothing but think, yeah. then I'm sure after six weeks, the shows after that would be fucking sensational. Yeah. And it's why WrestleMania is usually pretty good because they'll be planning it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I've got to plan it because it's a huge, spectacular, spectacular. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. And that's why that and and the run up to it from Rumble onwards tends to be Pretty quite good. exciting yeah. because they've got to then plan. I I don't know how they do it, but maybe plan Mania and work backwards. Yeah, yeah. And go right, yeah. okay. Well, then how are we going to make that meaningful and make that matter? Because we know yeah. we want it to be Balor and whatever in the main event. Yeah, yeah. Or we want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn again. Yeah, yeah. So now let's see how we're going to. That's going to start at Rumble, or that's going to start at this, yeah. or whatever. There's so many moving parts, which makes it even. I think an even. And this is, you know, I think we finished with defending him a little bit. I know yeah. we've kind of come around, haven't we? If we don't know, yeah, would yeah. you say that this is a one eighty? It's not 360, is it? Because we started off whinging and now we're kind of defending them. So I say this is a 180 situation. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't think it, it, it solves any of the problems that I have with them. And, it, and the, you know, they're good problems to have, but I think it's thinking about things realistically. Mm. So, like, what are you watching WWE for? I think is a massive thing. And the reason why I'm watching it is because I like some of the wrestlers on it. Yeah. I'm not watching it for who's the champion. I'm not watching it. I'm sure as fuck not watching it for who Roman Reigns is going against. No. And like, but if I go to a live show, I do boo him, and that's an enjoyment part because you know that's <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not. He's not. He's not marketed in me. It'd be like if I, you know, if when when a heel comes out and the people cheer the heels, it's like they're trying to get you to boo him. It's so I just yeah. find it a bit disrespectful. What would to cheer a heel? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, if they're going against Roman Reigns, they're always going to get cheered. Mm. But like, say if Samoa Joe is going against Seth Rollins, yeah. who's blatantly the hit the face at the moment, and Joe's the heel, and Joe gets cheered and Joe chants, it's like you're kind of just doing that for the sake of doing it. Because everybody loves Samoa Joe. There's not going to be anyone who doesn't love Samoa Joe. No. But I don't know. It's don't true. Know. No, I, I, I'm, I'm totally with you. I'm totally, totally with you. It's, it's a, there's so many elements that go into it. I'd love, love to do a documentary on him. You know, like one of yeah. those like really good like September issue. Yeah. That what I made you watch about Vogue magazine under duress. Yeah. But yeah. it was a great fucking film. Just I'd love Vince to do. Around. Yeah, like a, a like a, a really bloody in depth look at how it all works. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so fascinating. I'd love to. And like just just. Because I tell you what, like Vince is mental. Vince mm. has got to have some serious, like mental, um, <coughs> like I, was, I can't figure the right word, but like just, just real, real clarity mental with how he strength. strength. That's it. He has got like yeah. yeah. I mean, when you, the more you think about, this is why I would love him to write a book because the yeah. more you think about Vince, the more you start feeling. Well, I start feeling ashamed at my own brain and how yeah. fucking how much I fanny around and how emotional I get about things that. You know, he is so inspirational. If he had, if he had a book out, oh my god, I'd probably read oh, it once a year. Yeah, totally. I'd, he'd I'd, it'd be like the secret. To. He'd be bigger yeah. than the fucking secret. Like, yeah. I want to know how this guy, how his brain works, and how he got to where he. I just think he's he's wildly inspiring. Yeah, he really is. Connections to fucking Donald Trump or not? <laughs> well, every, everybody's got got a few skeletons in the closet. Mm. But it's like with UFC, like. Dana White goes to bat for Trump because he was there. Trump was there for him, and I think that says a lot. Like you can you can say you know Trump's got outlandish ideas and he's a bit of a dick, 
But he was first to tweet out last night and say, London, if you need anything, we're here. Yeah. So we're here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's a beautiful lamp. Uh, no. <laughs> but the but but do you know what I mean? I think I think in certain things I think his heart's in the right place and he's very you know, he's doing that because it's a media thing and yeah. but uh, but you know he was there for WWE. He did he put shows together for WWE and probably is a reason why Vince has gotten so popular mainstream mm. wise because he said, Come and do some shows out of my venues. Yeah. And the same with UFC. Like like Dana White said, he said the fucking guy was there for the prelims. Like w- the only other people who are there for the prelims are us. <laughs> no one else goes for fucking <laughs> prelims. True. Like the dude was there for the prelims to the main event when they put shows on at Trump yeah. Towers and stuff. So of course they're gonna have some affinity towards the guy. And yeah, that doesn't make him perfect at all. It really doesn't. But I see Donald Trump as being a real person that's got tons of flaws, like <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Instead of Hillary Clinton or someone like that who's just like faceless, like mass War robots. Yeah, that's just <laughs> war robot, yeah. That just wants to keep funding it. I mean, him him. I think saying, Hillary Clinton died years ago and she's just been replaced by a cyborg. Yeah, it's Huma, but in a Huma, costume. yeah. Humor. That's it's why Humor she was in, a, in a Clinton costume. It is. That's hilarious. Yeah. Poor Humor. I oh, know. Poor Humor. I hope she's getting fucking railroaded by NBA players now. Yeah, I'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> any more for any more, darling. <laughs> that spiraled, didn't it? Yeah, it did. We got from. We got um, political then. We got really political. Um, what have I got? Any more things? To say? Um, no. I think no? I think we've had a. I think we've we've kind of. I think we've we've pretty much addressed our own points there about why yeah. the product isn't the same as other products. It is because it's a different beast. I think they work their talent too hard, and I don't think they have to. No, I really I don't. don't. Think they have to. I, I think they need to be a bit clever now about the fact they've got so many, they've got so much talent, yeah. and instead of insisting that they all are on every show every night. You could you can spread them a little bit more thin, and I know they're not getting paid as much, and I'm sure they probably don't want that. But it'd certainly keep them healthier. It'd keep yeah. the crowd more on their toes about like, are they going to be on this week? Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. It's really yeah. exciting. And it, and I think I think the the early fears of well, if Roman Reigns isn't on this Raw, are loads of the kids going to be fucking angry? Mm. Um, and they kind of do that. They kind of do give them a break and just give them like a speaking role. Yeah. And you can and you can do that, but I think I think dropping like say say in the in the weeks leading up to a pay per view, say you got four feuds, let's yeah. say that you want to give time to, alternate between the two feuds. Mm. So like this Raw has got this feud and this feud on it. Yeah. Then the Raw after has got this feud and this feud on it. Yeah. And then you can give us a replay of what happened last week mm. because they're not on it. Yeah, exactly. And it won't piss me off as much. And you know you can. I think if you take. If you take out all the replays of shit out and just give us a wrestling show, mm. that's what I want. But th- yeah. they're not going to do that because that's not what the thrill- three million people nearly who are watching Monday Night Raw on a, mon- uh, on a Monday night. <laughs> funnily enough. Funnily enough. Um, one, I think they just want to be entertained. Whereas I think I want to be entertained, but I think the in-ring content is so much better at ROH and New Japan at Progress at ICW that I'm starting to pull back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's it's true because I've not really I've not really watched shows. I've just I've just been watching the YouTube. Yeah. So like if it wasn't for the 
if it, and I'm going to be blatantly honest there, if it wasn't for the um, the the rag sheet saying that this 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 is your life thing bombed, I wouldn't have even known it would have happened. No, I wouldn't. Which is which is sad, and I kind of do want to go back and watch it just see how bad it was. But um, you know, maybe that's a maybe we'll do that. Maybe after that's this. A, maybe that's a react show to do. Oh, RTM reacts to the Alexa Bliss. Oh no, uh, the worst segment in Raw history. Yeah. That's terrible, isn't it? With pictures. Oh. Poor Alexa Bliss. Yeah, poor Bliss. I'm sure she. I'm sure she was great. It's just yeah, the fucking outside ones. actors that are just horrendous. Always oh, the worst idea in the world. Don't because I read get about it actors. and it was like it was like Bailey's best friend and her, her ex boyfriend or something Awful, like that, why? and then those two kissed in the ring. Mm. And it was like, what the fuck are you doing? It's so weird. Ex, she's in, in, Bailey's not married, is she's she? Engaged. She's engaged. She didn't give a fuck. But it's still it still doesn't like. I'm sorry. I know I don't mean to like perpetuate this. We're supposed to be wrapping this up, but <laughs> it doesn't. I know this sounds really weird to say, but the right. Bailey character is kind of like. Yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like she's like a bit asexual, kind yeah. of childlike, and you know the kids love her. Bringing out ex boyfriends and making a best friend snog her ex boyfriend. It's like mm, I feel like you're sexualizing Bailey a bit there. Weirdly, Weirdly. by yeah. by just having two people kiss, you're painting a picture of Bailey that doesn't match the character you've created. Yeah, of her. yeah, yeah, totally. So I think the less you know about people's fake past, the better. Yeah. Totally. These are characters. These are cartoon characters. We don't need to paint a fucking weird ass. Yeah. Because what's Bailey going to do? She's going to bring out all the 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 bodybuilding swimsuit models that beat Alexa Bliss at these at these shows. Or all the fucking WWE talent she's allegedly shagged. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I mean, it's it takes it a bit too. It takes the characters a bit too far for me. So <laughs> some horrific uh, Freddy Krueger esque image. Of her coming up through the bed. Oh my <laughs> like, god! Hey, Seamus. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing here, Alexa? Have you got through the sheets? Freddy Krueger fingers. Oh no! That's a joke. Don't tweet me. No. Don't be asked with no, you. No, 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 no. It would be awful though if it's like, and we're going to do a rollout of everyone that you slept with to get to the top, and it's fucking Triple H, Vince. You're like, no. Oh, I'm not like, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shawn Michaels for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> Scott Hall, even though he's like fucking 90. Stephanie McMahon, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> now, that would be hilarious. Now, if if, if they brought everyone out with, to their music, and they're like, but there's one more, and Steph's music just hit, the place would lose its shit. It's some Attitude Era shit, that, isn't that it? That is some Attitude Serious Era shit. Serious Attitude Era yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wheel out Linda. Stephanie? <laughs> Linda? <laughs> and, they, and they just start snogging. <laughs> Alexa Bliss and Linda just start snogging. Place would go insane. I I tell you what, everyone would fucking be watching. (laughs) There'd be some kids crying, I think. (laughs) Camera just, you know, like one of those crowd shots, and it's just some kid like with Alexa Bliss stop going. Some like little boy who thinks he's gonna grow up and marry her. She's snogging (laughs) Linda McMahon. This is awful. That's amazing. So I tell you though. what, that's what they—they they need to do more stuff this, like that. This is why you and I, if we were on the content Fuck team, no, we we get, I'd get fired show. in a day, literally, because I think they'd be like, "What is she smoking? That 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 British girl? What is she smoking? She uh, wants bliss to be." Well, hang on a minute. We've like this has escalated quickly. We started with "This is your life" segment, and now bliss is like fucking snogging Stephanie. Slender. 
and Linda. And Linda. And Linda. That's the reveal. Linda comes out afterwards. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly ah, what I'm was in board. my head. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board. All of them. It's like, listen, everyone, we've got some uh, new additions to the content team. <laughs> to the British, don't don't hold that against them. It's uh, Andy and Emma. Let's, let's hear your ideas. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a doozy for you. A doozy. Alexa Bliss is, we're going to turn her into a slag, and uh, she's going to snog Linda. Where's Linda at? <laughs> Get and, her out of the White House and, now. Yeah, I know she's uh, she's uh, <laughs> helping out small businesses and everything, but uh, she's uh, she's got a job to do. She's going to use that tongue for other things than tongue. helping out. Oh, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> David O'Tunga. Tongue. Um, but what I'll end on is I'd want to hear from you guys. So, you who are listening to this show, God bless you, Allah bless you, Buddha bless you, everybody bless you for listening to it. I do very much appreciate it. But let us know what you think. Like, we got a few tweets last time I said, you know, are you, is WWE sort of, you know, losing you a little bit? And I'd love to hear a few different uh, perspectives because obviously we've got our pers- perspective uh, that you know Twitter we get we get a very s- snap um, uh, responses from people mm-hmm. uh, good and bad but um, I'd love to hear what you think like what what is the what is the answer because I don't think there is an answer I don't think there is a definitive answer no I don't that you can say for this because the wheels are too met- too much goes into yeah, it too much goes into it there's thousands and thousands of people that go into putting mm. raw on that's from the staging people the lighting the writers the fucking the guy who drives them to the arenas the yeah you know to Vince and all his team and all the wrestlers and then the catering guys and you know there's, there's probably about a thousand people per show that yeah. WWE employ so they need to pay all those guys. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But let us know if you've got a suggestion, and I'll read a few out on the next show. Indeed. Read a few out a few opinions. Uh, so thanks very much for listening, everyone. As always, we are at RTM Wrestling. So find us on Twitter, on f- whatever the other ones were. MySpace is coming. Don't you worry. <laughs> I've heard you loud and clear. Um, Pregnant pause. I think I'm having a stroke. No, I'm joking. I've just moved. Mine just went then. I don't know what it was. Um, I wasn't even distracted by anything. So yeah, so do let us know on the social media uh, if you do enjoy the show, and you know people who are into wrestling, and you want to share us with other people, then that would be amazing. Because uh, we're we this bandwagon's getting a bit bigger, and um, but don't worry. Yes. We won't ever get that big, I don't think. <laughs> no, I was thinking before, you know, when you said the disciples, I was like, it's probably well, more like the Magnificent Seven. <laughs> we just keep going down. Just Famous keep, Five. Just keep, just keep <laughs> <laughs> the Three f- Musketeers. The f- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, fucked off four. Three Musketeers. It's just going to keep getting lower and lower. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I'll stick with disciples. We'll pretend we have 12 fans. Yeah, no, there is there is about 12. Is there? Listening. Yeah. Is there? Oh, it's a joke anyway. But yes, <laughs> but everybody who, who listens, thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, we will be back soon with an IC dub show because I'm dying, dying, dying to talk about uh, ICW and what's going on at Absolutely. the moment. Absolutely. Uh, but we've got to watch the show. We've got to watch the London show. Yes. So, Craig, get on it. Oh, shit. Facebook will me. we see Craig? Yeah. Will we see I, him? I, on, on the, there's a YouTube clip of 
the the London show, and he's fr- he's fucking front no row. No way, that'd be so he, much he fun. He literally to spot him. is in the same place that we were stood. Really? Like that left that sort of the um, progress place where we were stood for progress. No, for, for the for ICW. I, oh, you on, on the barrier, yeah, because he got he got um, yeah. VIP. Oh, so shit, he's literally nice. stood in like the, the the top like left hand. Oh, I can't wait to see bit that. Of the barrier. That'd be so funny. Yeah, we'll yeah. screenshot some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Tag him in. Definitely. Um, so thanks very much for listening, everyone, and until next time. Cheerio, motherfucker. Pip.